And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. And Jim Mark. It's working. <laughs> day one, everybody. It's yeah. day one. So, Soul's never introduced himself. We're sitting staring oh, at him. He did before did. me. No, I didn't hear him. The Red Baron. There <laughs> there's there's going to be some rough patches. Growing pains. Yeah. Just saying. I got, say my name. Well, I mean, to be fair, the Red Baron's on a board six times the size of what he's <laughs> used to working on. He's he's going to be very silent the show. I can tell how concentrated he's going to be. I'm having no no audio in my headphones that I'm hearing. Yeah, you are. You just can't hear it. Can you hear it now? No. Right, well. well, welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk live. Um, right, it's, you know, happened? rough start, but <laughs> it's day one. We're a second it's, half it's, team. I've yeah, said it on shows before. It's a work in progress. We're, bit, we're down from our, we're up from our one hour format now to two hours live. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see more Donald yeah. Trump impersonations by uh, our man Solzy and all kinds of fun stuff. That's right. That's right. Um, so uh, while we're going around and figuring out the technical difficulties hey. here, let's start with our starting lineups. Souls? Well, to lead it all off, I have Modelo's. Nothing about it. Never had it. About to have a good time. <laughs> J-Mart? Well, I have from Dublin a nice Guinness. Perfect back for the to my roots. It's like classic J-Mart. Oh, yeah. Classic. I have from the New England Brewing Company here in Connecticut a Sea Hag IPA. Um, from oh, sorry. I didn't mean to jump the gun there. <laughs> well, go ahead, clearly. Whoa. I have the, uh, the Woot Stout from Stone Brewing. Is that correct? Y- yeah. Is it, Look is at the bottle. bottle? <laughs> Well, I've been wrong before. I've read some <laughs> stuff that turns out not to be true. <laughs> I've been flirting with the idea of drinking this beer. I figured our first live show was a good celebration for it. So from Chicago in the Bourbon County series, I got the Bourbon County brand Northwood Stout. Blued with blueberries and marzipan. There you go. I'm very excited. Uh, our Toast of Excellence, we're not going around the horn this time. It's all inclusive for everybody. A Toast of Excellence to Getting Sports with Drunk's first live show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what a good sound. Our babies are all grown up now. <laughs> we don't have a beer for Peter. We, we, I'm we, good. We, we, we I got to go to school and graduate. I say you want a Modelo? You have a Modelo. I got to go, graduate from Yale today, so I can't. <laughs> mm. I, I'm so, I've never done this before. I feel like just an asshole. I'm pouring this into a glass. That's fine. I can't drink it out of a bottle. It's just it's sacrilege <laughs> to do. Can you turn five up a little? Five up a little? Just don't go past the mark. Yeah, because um, it's different down here. Jeff, you've heard Bob on before. We have to get you to meet him. Mm. He's so great on, on PPRN. Uh, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll do our – we have, each have our own little shot here and our, our excellence. Um, this is a toast toast to us again. We're just – we, we got to get drunk on the first show. That's right. We have a designated driver well, we'll with us. We'll get Rebecca's to the sports. Here. Well, some of us have, can get drunk today. 
Kyle, you can get drunk. What's funnier than a drunk guy serving Burger King? <laughs> Just work the drive-thru. Um, okay. <laughs> there you go. Gentlemen. Salute. You can hear that. I love it. Uh, it's so <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Cough medicine every time. Mr. Boston's finest. Oh. Um, and then, shout trivia. We're good. We're good. A lot of drinking right off the bat. <laughs> so, we don't have our normal private stock with us today. So, I picked up the grossest thing I could find. Which is Jose Cuervo Cinnamon Tequila. The Singe. The Singe. Which actually, Jamer, the Red Baron, and I have had this before. Remember, we had this, it was a, a GTA night. Yeah. Mock and I have not. Yeah, our buddy our buddy uh, Pat got 12-pack of Bud Light Platinum, drank one. Um, <laughs> shout, shout out, Pat. Out. Shout out, <laughs> yep. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a whirl. Yeah, you're, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. I was going to say, do you remember it any differently? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, this one's got some floaties in it, too. Mm, yeah, there's, there's semen in there. Wow. Um, all right, so shot trivia. The first question. I figured we lead it off with a bang, somebody really important. So, over the course of his career, how many receptions did wide receiver Austin Collie have? Oh, my God. <laughs> 311. All right. 328. All with Peyton Manning. No, he played with Brady once. 440. 440? 141. Went the low ball route. All right. And the loser is J-Mart. All right. (laughs) He had 179 receptions over five years. Wow. He had a concussion every year he played. Yeah. I gave him way too much credit. (laughs) I thought he was going to be way better with New England. He's a short white guy. Yeah, it's true. That's, That's how they make their living. You seen the memes going around about the the white wide receiver yeah. that didn't have that great of a combine day, but it was okay. But it's like Bill Belichick's like heavy breathing, just staring at him. <laughs> just say white, white. <laughs> now I need my safe place. <laughs> a Tide Pod. What do you mean white? <laughs> can he can he just be a player? No, not in the Jesus. NFL. <laughs> you need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is our church right here. <laughs> yeah. The church, the Church of Radio. Uh, so yeah, so um. The show today is going to be kind of just all over the place. Kind of a meet and greet, get to know you. Yeah. Not really. We don't care. <laughs> um, but Hello, my name is. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, you know, we know we're going to have, we have some carryover listeners from our pre-recorded shows because they were airing Sundays, but live listeners. Always like we hope always, we do anyway. Yeah, yeah, people yeah it's always, not one o'clock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people always tuning in, so um, it's, uh, it's exciting. We're all about being drunk and talking about sports. Arguing, Kyle. Yeah, don't come Jeff. at me. God, I can't wait. Two hours of you and Jeff going at it. It's gonna be fantastic. We had to put the table between. It'll be them. good. We had to spice up the conversation a little bit. Bryce yeah. Harper. We'll have a video up soon. Yeah, whatever. Hopefully. So I figured, you know, second hour. Yeah, second hour. For this show, we're just kind of, you know, we'll go around. We'll do some some hot topics of uh, debate, talking, just anything from the the minds of the getting sports with drunk assholes. And then the second hour, we'll have something else coming for you. But the first thing I want to talk about is. James Harden killing somebody on the court. <laughs> yeah. Wesley and he Johnson. just stared at him. Uh, have you guys seen all the memes that have been oh, surfacing yeah. around about it? The best one is I showed the Red Baron one yesterday about a uh, – they did a Mortal Kombat-themed one. <laughs> and it was just like he's on the ground and James Harden staring at him. He's like, finish him. And he just lights up the three and the whole place catches on fire. I saw one. He was laying – it was Wesley Johnson laying in bed having night terrors with like the little <laughs> – <laughs> dream cloud of well, James Harden was, smiling. Well, it's funny too because James Harden put out the uh, 
James Harden put out the tweet at the beginning of the season saying, Wesley Johnson, it's an 82-game season. You ready? And then that happened. <laughs> 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 uh, was, did you see the interview, though, with James Harden? about Because the, they asked him why you stared him down. Did you guys see that? No. I didn't oh, see it. It was, he was like, James, why did you stare him down? And he essentially said, you know, not word for word, but essentially just said, I was trying to figure out why he was on the ground, <laughs> and then I just <laughs> shot it. <laughs> What are you doing down there? Well, it's yeah. all right because he, Wesley Johnson won Shaq in the Fool this week. Did he? Yeah, yes, he, pr- he did. He probably won it for the year, let's be real. Yeah, that was... I don't know. <laughs> JaVel McGee is still around. Yeah, but he's actually playing good. He's, it's still JaVel McGee. I don't care. Yeah. He, he'll make it on there like four more he times. He fade away. Yeah, oh, the, the, uh, who did it? Was, uh, what was it, John Stewart? Yeah, John Stewart. Uh, his, JaVel <laughs> McGee put his profile picture of John Stewart <laughs> making that face. <laughs> uh, the other NBA thing is, let's talk about... The liability of Zaza Pachulia at center. We've known how terrible he is offensively and defensively, but now he's causing his own teammates, all-star teammates, to roll their ankles mid-game. Yeah, is uh, is it is it time for the world to move on from Zaza? I think it was a long time ago that we don't need Zaza. He just sucks. He's got a cool name, Zaza Living Pachulia. He's an asshole too. Yeah, uh, he's a huge dick. He's one of the most hated players in the NBA. Yeah. So is he dirty or just that clumsy? He's just an asshole. Well, didn't he get in trouble for this last year too? Yeah, he uh, undercut. Yeah, uh, Leonard. Yeah, the, uh, the whole team. I mean, Draymond Green has kicked Stephen Adams in the balls twice. <laughs> twice. This guy's got balls of steel, though. He gets up every time. Just yeah, laughing. Well, he's like one of like eighteen brothers and sisters, and he's the youngest. Yeah, he's been frapped a lot of times. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing to do there. Can we talk about his transformation? You remember when he first came in the league? Yeah. No like, beard. Nice. Just well, the you know cut hair. You know what's funny though? I, I was. Th- Thinking of this, um, what's the what's that guy's name um, that was on the cover, like the NCAA one with the long hair and the mustache that came out of college? Adam uh, Morrison. Yeah, I, people. I bet you people who like watched the NBA for a while and then kind of like steered away from it because like they were tired of like LeBron and all that. <laughs> they're like they're probably like, oh, that's the guy that came out of college. He was on the cover of the NCAA game. Would you believe that? If no. You if you didn't watch basketball for a little you can't while, can't ask Kyle because Kyle knows every player who's ever existed. You no, know, but let's just let's say you don't to. watch basketball. I, mean, I, can, I can understand where it would come from. But that's all we like, needed to hear. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I actually, until you said it, I thought it was the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'd have to add like 50 uh, pounds of muscle. Yeah, but you're talking about just 50. It's the long hair and the mustache. Yeah, and x x amount of time that's has gone by now. Yeah. You know, Kyle, look Kyle like. we don't spend our whole lives on our phone looking at sports things like you. Well, you know, for the so I'm on the show. For the listeners. Yeah, and you're you're wrong more often than not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he should have been a lion. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> oh, he beat me to it. Just like Bagwell was a Red Sox? He was a Red Sox. Nope. We'll be hanging out, and we're playing uh, NBA 2K, whatever. And then Kyle will take it upon himself, like, oh, let's see where this guy went to college. Yeah, Kyle will stop. <laughs> we'll finish a game, and Kyle will sit there and be like, just pick a team. So we'll pick a team, and he'll sit there, and the guy will just be like, Wichita State, Ohio, don't know. Oh, actually, I did know that. <laughs> He's all coy about it. Buckley. He went to high school. Germany. My bed. You know, actually, we were playing 2K last night, and he, I was talking about some random guy. He's like, oh, yeah, he's from Serbia. He was right. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, bro. God, where's Serbia? I, I can't even country. pronounce the name <laughs> of the guy that I was referencing, and he I still knew it. Isn't that outside of Cheshire somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> it's like in between Prospect yeah, and Cheshire, Cheshire, somewhere in that area. Peak and Falls, they used to call it. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to sidetrack from the sports, but I just took my first sip. 
Peer review oh. coming later. Oh, this is this is going to be quite de- decadent. Anybody see the levelness of nervousness coming from Kendall? Oh, God. He's, <laughs> Listen, he's just, radiating. He's it. staring at me like we just got <laughs> I just, engaged. I just, <laughs> just want to do He didn't want to say yes, but he had to. <laughs> what are those fixed weddings? <laughs> <laughs> we well, were at the bar. didn't want my friends to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, like no. center court. <laughs> We'll have to talk a, later. <laughs> it's a dual thing because Jeff has a huge erection right now. Because anytime Jeff watches hockey, all he all he wants is the fights, and it's kind of warm in here, so I'm rolling up the <laughs> sleeves like they yes. do before a fight. Yes. And Jeff's just getting a huge bone over here. I hear it thudding against the bottom of the table. Whoops. <laughs> so that hockey though, uh, what's going on? With what? With Chicago, <laughs> man. Just in general. So we're just gonna start singling out people's teams. I'm sorry. I just. You know, I, when I signed up to yeah, be a Blackhawks fan, bro. When I signed up to be a Blackhawks fan, when I signed up to be a Blackhawks fan, we were gonna win championship. I already have a bunch of shit teams. I like. I was really banking on a couple Stanley Cups. <laughs> so here's the thing. This is my opinion. I've gotten a lot of mixed reviews about it from talking with fans. They are not as Good. much of a believer as I am about this, but the defense needs to change. Seabrook is getting slower. And Keith is almost irrelevant at this point. And they need to change up the defense. They need to get youth. They keep those guys. I mean, they're eating big contracts, but they're, they're still big play guys. They're, they can teach a lot of things. Three Stanley Cup championships. One of them is a finals MVP. You know, multiple, you know, uh, individual awards throughout the seasons. They can teach the young guys, and they still are serviceable. But Duncan Keith isn't the kind of guy who's going to eat 25 minutes of ice time anymore. He's not. He's slow. He's not offensively minded. He can't contribute offensively. He gets a lot of assists, but you'd get a lot of assists too if you were passing to Patrick Kane. I mean, the guy can pretty much thread a needle blindfolded from 100 yards away. Assists are everything. No. In all sports. It's actually funny you say that. I saw this thing the other day, and it was uh, talking about, um, like, it was one of those things like, you know, like, oh, your birth month is whatever, and then the day. So it was your birth month is the statistical category that you lead your team in, and then the the day or the day is the team, and it was for hockey. And so you were a Bruin, and you led an assist. Bingo. Yep, that's pretty Ken- spot on. Kendall was a flame, and he. Uh, yep. He led in. Um. Oh, what was oh, it called? No, I thought I was a Bruin. Kendall oh yeah, you know you were the flame. That's right. He was. Aww. Kendall was the Bruin, and he led in. Um. Hey. Uh, what was it called? Bending. <laughs> Kendall led. Kendall's a Bruin. Yeah. <laughs> Kendall. Le- Kendall was a Bruin, and he led in bending. Which, for those of you who don't know what that is, that basically means you're a professional hockey player who skates like an asshole. It doesn't look like you know how to skate at all. You're falling <laughs> over all the time. You're tripping over your own well, feet. That, that Sounds would, about right. That'd yep. be me on skate. Yep. That's, me, that's me walking. You know? <laughs> Kendall on the dance floor? <laughs> yeah, well, Jeff I can't and, even get out there. they got to like, tie me down. <laughs> Jeff and Kyle, same month. This is their birth month. We've got to we have some great shots coming. Got a disgusting oh, shots, yeah. birthday shots for them. But uh, they led in penalty minutes. That's right. Mm. Yep. What also, team, Kyle, uh, Kyle, you were a how Canuck. How dare you? Kyle was a Canuck, and Jeff was actually a Predator. Ooh, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. You better be safe around <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. Jeff was a uh, your wife. Jeff was, <laughs> Jeff was part of the <laughs> AHL affiliates <laughs> of the National <laughs> Predators, the sexual predators. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the, Corey Crawford's injured. He's out for the season. That's a huge blow. I mean, you can't play with a backup all season long. It's very rare that a backup can hold the weight of a team for a whole season. The defense isn't there. It, it, I mean, I'm not really that upset. I mean, I, of course, I want to see my team make the playoffs and win the Stanley Cup. But if winning three Stanley Cups in six years, six seven years, means having one losing season every once in a while, I'll take it. They're going to get a good draft I'm pick. I'm pretty upset because I didn't sign up for another losing team. Yeah. You know, he he put on the jersey once, <laughs> and then he took off the and jersey. It was for a picture to send to Shane too. <laughs> and the jersey sat on the railing of the his apartment, your guys' apartment, for ten months. months. Yeah, <laughs> months, a long time. 
Someone put something over it, and I, got, I, I thought I lost if the jersey. I had known, I'd be a Golden Knights fan already. <laughs> until the guy... Until, it's not too late. When you guys moved out, that's when the jersey finally left. <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> left the jersey. Oh, no. I think I'm wearing it. No, it was the, it was the, oh, it was the black, black one? one. Actually, it might still be there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'd much rather be the Blackhawks position than the Islanders position. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a fan of the Islanders. You're, you have a team that's putting up literally record amounts of offense, but they're giving up just as much on defense. <laughs> like you're, It'd be like being in the NFL, like, our offense can score 60 points a game, and we only give up 62 points a game on defense. It's terrible. Sounds like New Orleans for years yeah. <laughs> in the football world. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of the football world, how many more years do you guys think Fitzgerald's got left? Do you think this is it? I think this. I thought last year was going to be it, but he's coming back. You know that, that just continues to produce. Yeah, there's a uh, Huey Lewis in the news song called "This Is It." I don't know if that's the name of the song, but that's one of the lines in the chorus. And <laughs> this is it, Rebecca. Could you hand <laughs> that to Kendall because that was terrible? Well, I had to start off. This is the first. Uh, well, I, I, hope, the... <laughs> I hope Kirk goes there to give him a chance. Kirk's I, going to Minnesota. I yeah. think so too. That's what it looks like. Which I think it's horrible that the Vikings just threw Case Keenum to the side. I don't. They're smart. That is the smartest thing that the Vikings have done in years. Case Keenum is a proven backup quarterback that had one good year with a really, really good receiving core and to start off the season with a really great running back and a fucking stellar defense. And a lucky-ass play. It's absolute (laughs) horseshit. Case Keenum is a backup. They did the right thing. Make some other team go out and spend the money that he quote-unquote earned this past season and make sure that he can do it twice. Can I tell well, go ahead. Don't what even. What is funny? No, no, no. Don't what even. is funny? I saw a thing with Mike Zimmer the other day when he pretty much said the same thing. He was like, "Is Case Keenum who he was on the Rams or with us? We don't know." Exactly. <laughs> That's a, let somebody else pay the money and figure out if it's a fluke or if it's real. If it's real, good for Case Keenum, good for that organization. Because if they land Kirk Cousins, who gives a shit? Kirk Cousins is going to actually right. have receivers he can throw to. But, I mean, what a situation to be in. Think about it. Right and now, a healthy running back. You have three, you know, valid starting uh, quarterbacks. And then, like, hey, we could bring in a fourth. <laughs> like, some teams are starving. The Browns, they wish they could be in that situation. The Browns will probably sign Case Keenum. And he'll suck. That's that CFL team, right? Yeah. The Browns. Okay. <laughs> so, now, so now if Cousins goes to Minnesota, where does Keenum end up? Arizona. Kyle, Kyle says the Browns. Arizona, <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> you think he's going they to got, Cleveland? Got, got <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> I think Dak's there for the long haul. <laughs> Cowboys. I think they keep him and Zeke together. I think Denver, to me, is going to sign one of these big free they agent have to. quarterbacks. They're going to waste Sanders and Demarius Thomas. They're well, there talks about players. trading Sanders. Yeah, I think Sanders is gone by the start of the season. I, to me, that'll depend if they can bring someone mm-hmm. in. If they if they were to bring in, say, Kirk Cousins. But I think Kirk Cousins is the only viable option. I don't, I, I, I don't think any team in the NFL is looking at Case Keenum as this is the missing piece. Or Teddy Bridgewater. Nobody in the NFL is looking at Teddy Bridgewater like this is somebody we have to have. He could have been. I mean, he looked great. He just got hurt. I, don't, I, I think. I think. I think he's he would have been a fluke too. After Breeze retires, he's going to be another guy that just comes out of injury. Well, I, I think Bridgewater would have been a fluke too. I, I think he he was able to because when Bridgewater was doing it, like Diggs and Thielen weren't like what they are right now, and so he was making a lot of plays happen, kind of like what Russell Wilson's doing, but not as good as Russell Wilson does it, and so. I think I think Bridgewater. All it would have taken was some time to kind of figure him out, because at the time too, the running game was crap. I, I think I think Bridgewater been a, would have been a fluke anyway. I the I Minnesota is doomed for quarterbacks. 
Another question for you. Does Bradford come back? No. Yeah, I, do. I don't think I so. I think so. He sucks. I think I think it's one of the things. I think Bradford will shop the market, and he'll, he'll, I think Bradford is kind of realizing what he is now, and Bradford will shop himself as a serviceable backup quarterback. I could see him going somewhere like Buffalo and maybe competing for a starting and tearing role. Tearing his ACL in the preseason. Well, there, there's, talk, there's talks about Every him. Year, man. There's talks about the Rams cutting their backup quarterback and then signing Bradford for less money than they would be paying their backup, and it's a smart move in my opinion because Bradford knows the playbook. Yeah. Bradford knows the system. He knows the playbook, and that's the and that team. That's what made. Too, so that's what made Philadelphia what they were. Philadelphia. I've argued it forever. Backup quarterbacks are not something that should just be overlooked. It's not. So, you don't want just somebody that like can just go out there. Like Landry Jones. I. You know he might not be that great of a quarterback, but. Landry Jones would is, will do a lot better if he had to play four games for the Steelers than anybody they could go out and Absolutely. sign because Landry Jones knows the team and the system. And they have Antonio, which helps. I mean, what a great situation was in Philadelphia. That's what I'm saying. Nick, oh, yeah. the only if they had anybody else at backup quarterback, I don't think they win the Super Bowl. Nick Foles knows the team. He knows the playbook. He knows the home field. <clears throat> he knows what to do. He knows how to play. When the wind is coming in, he knows how to throw the ball into that wind. It's a different tailwind or headwind than if you're playing in Chicago or if you're playing in Denver or something like that. Like it doesn't. They're different. Another it's, thing is Nick Foles. If the Eagles were smart, they would sell him high right now. Oh, they're definitely going to trade him. Yeah. Well, there's, there's no. Doubt I would. About that. I would. I would be more willing if I was a franchise. I would be more apt to sign Nick Foles than Case Keenum. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. I agree with you. You guys got some really hardcore listeners. You got a guy who still has an Apple iPhone 5. <laughs> wow. Well, you Listening know to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's Shout funny the is the Red Baron mirror and I, when we were. I guess a shout out to Dave Sanderson. <laughs> <laughs> How's it still running? <laughs> the Red it's coal power, dude. <laughs> iOS 9. The Red Baron and I, when we were at Radio Club at Eastern at uh, WECS over there, one of our friends, Rico Bergman, he had an iPhone 3 all the way up oh until graduation. God. That's an iPad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nano, right? <laughs> he would, we would be in, in Radio Club, and he would go to look something up, and it would take almost a duration of an hour for him to Google something. <laughs> does he even have updates for five? No, it wouldn't. No. It, the 3 wouldn't <laughs> update. He's like, Safari, he's like, I don't he's like it, doesn't, it doesn't update anymore. The screen was brown. Like, you know if you put that <laughs> sepia filter on your phone? That's just what it was. He still has a print shop on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you uh. for listening, Apple iPhone Five. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we gotta get you uh, like a, a Twitter handle. <laughs> Can't afford a phone. So, Souls, Sup. Let me ask you: What's the biggest news in baseball right now? What's the What's the top story? Oh, the Phillies and uh, Russell no. Wilson. <laughs> no, he sucks. Do you want him on the Phillies, Kyle? No. Yeah, you do. Not really. Right now, it's probably the signing of JD Martinez. Ooh, bigger news than that. What? Come on. Tim Tebow working his way up the ranks. <laughs> little by little. The the JD Martinez thing for me, like like the, the um the Stanton news was like it was big news. Like the JD Martinez, like when things like that happen the way they did, I don't care. Cause it's like, oh, the Red Sox signed JD Martinez. Good. They've only been arguing for a month. Well, well like it, it's just like it's just like I was like, oh, in a tricky spot with him lineup wise too. Because I mean, I would say he's going to DH. That's yeah. what they're going to do. But then, what are you going to do with the Hanley? Why would you bring back Mitch Moreland? Because Mitch Moreland's going to play first. Hanley's going to be like a, that's a what I mean. fill in, or they're or they're platoon Hanley versus lefties and Moreland versus righties. Uh, it's 
it's a weird situation. Or they can put Martinez out in the outfield if they want to trade one mm, of the kids for a pitcher. But they have Betts, Bradley, and uh, Benintendi. Yeah, if they want to trade Bradley I don't for a pitcher, that. which could easily happen. He doesn't have that much stock. He's just a good fielder. Had a decent bat last year. See, my thing, and, and this has forever irritated me with, like, the Red Sox, and, and it's mostly to do with their fans. They, they yell at the Yankees for going out and spending big money. J.D. Martinez wanted $200 million yeah. for, well, I think it was 10 years. The Red Sox were like, oh, we're not going to give you that much money. How about five years for $110 million? It's the same thing. The Red Sox spend just as much money. Their players just don't pan out. Where's all this ridiculous kind of? I'm sorry for jumping in, guys. But <laughs> where's all this ridiculous kind of money coming from? Who's yeah? But who's going to these games? It's the Red Sox and the Yankees. People. But you look at the stands, and that's ridiculous. A hundred oh, million, yeah. dude, can take care of a fucking stadium for ten years. Oh yeah, for sure. So you got one. Ki- what about that kid that's played baseball? Um, lost his parents because that's all he did was play baseball, and lost all his friends, and he played baseball, and he's making eighty grand. And he could probably play better, but this guy just got a break, and he's getting a hundred million. And then you're going to the baseball game with your kid paying fifteen dollars for a hot dog <laughs> that you can't even put ketchup on because <laughs> they, they won't let you. <laughs> and it's like, really? How, do you really need a hundred million to play baseball? Well, that, it's it's not even baseball; it's all sports. That's what I'm saying, all sports. And that's why, in my opinion, in terms of money talk, the greatest player for contract purposes in modern sports is Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade consistently argues against these big contracts. He 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 put out a tweet the other day. He ever so this season as he's making he's thirty. Well, I mean, no, he's <laughs> what's he making? I mean, I, I don't know what his contract it's is. It's not bad. It's not bad, but <laughs> thirty it's, I mean, million a year. He has a lot of money. Well, see, but he's making a lot of money because it was he got a a huge a contract from Chicago all guaranteed. That's why it's still getting paid, but. He's getting, but like players now, he said that he's he's playing 28 minutes a game, averaging just shy of 19 points on 50% field goal shooting at the age of 35. If he was 25, he would get a max contract oh, deal by any team in the NBA. Easy. He would get an 80 million two year, 80 or 90 million three year deal, hands down. And it's just the way sports are going. And, and Dwayne Wade, like he realizes that, and that's why, like I like it. It's just like he knows that, like it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. Like he's gone out and talked about it, and it's. I, I would be a big fan of just humongous budget cuts. Because the thing is, is, at the end of the day, if the NFL, for example, or the MLB, if they just said, hey, we're going to cut everybody's cap space in half. Okay, we're cutting all the NFL caps in half. If you get a player, say uh, say a big-name guy, like say like Jarvis Landry was one this season, beca- was becoming a free agent. Okay, Jarvis Landry wants $90 million. Well, teams don't have that anymore. The most he's going to get is $40 million. So he has to choose. Does he want to make $40 million, or does he not want to play football anymore? No, give everybody a $5 million salary and raise them up like you do at a regular job. What? Everybody will play the same. I'm tell- I am don't care if, I don't care if it's Zach or Zeke. Or- and it's- Zach making, what, 80, 800 grand, and he's gone to two playoffs? This is the thing. Is like, it doesn't on. make any sense to me. Is like eight hundred grand because he's on a fucking you know, tickets. I understand. Go down. Everything yeah. goes down when eight hundred grand, less. and he's a super, and he's a not Super Bowl, but he's a he's a cowboy fucking quarterback yeah. that just. Because he was a rookie, he's capped at eight hundred grand for what another year? Yeah, three to four years. Yeah, you see, they they can never cut it because the the players' union will never let it happen now. Yeah. Because if they cut the salary to anything lower than what it is, the teams are going to still make the same amount of money. So the owners are just going to make more money. The thing is, is I I would love for these I, I would just love for all these athletes that go out like JD Martinez didn't ask for this astro- astronomical amount of money, or all these players do. You know, like all, every wide receiver that comes out into free agency, Odell Beckham Jr. being the most yeah. recent one, I want to be the highest paid player 
in NFL history. Like, and then I'm going to spend it all and live like Tyson in, in Hartford. Right, and it's like, but like, my thing is, is like, and you know, like, the five of us can say it because we're all out of shape assholes that just play sports for fun, but like, we still play them. So we and, should be and getting kills... max deals. You're, right. you're called but, tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, some of us are loose ends. Um, you're a shape. <laughs> um. But it's like we still play it, even though we're exhausted and like we're hurting after because we're have fat and heartburn because we drink too much beer. But we try to go run a mile in six minutes, or and, walk, or walk a mile in six minutes. We just move our arms fast. I know my look. look like I'm running a six-minute mile. Like it'd be nice if they just kind of got like you know like one of those like cinematic flashbacks to like what was the first time JD Martinez picked up a bat and swung at a ball? Why did he do it? And then why did he keep doing it all throughout high school? I don't think any player has ever picked up a football, a basketball, baseball, picked up a hockey stick, whatever, and go, you know, I bet you I could make 200 mil in five <laughs> years on this. Andrew Bynum said that. And look where he is. Out of the league with a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get paid. We'll get, I'll give him that. Yeah, but it's probably all gone. Probably. He's got you a huge know, coke problem. He sucks. What's, that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong Andrew, with sure it. Sure he shares. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I look. I'm pro Coke. Don't get me wrong. It, it's it's a one of a Coke delivery driver. Yeah. We're exactly. About <laughs> yeah. No Pepsi. Coke. Uber. Um. Uber. But Uber Coke. It's one of those things. Like you know, like the more money you have, the more Coke you do. It's like you gotta you gotta budget yourself. You gotta put on. If you're doing it all day long, it, it's not fun anymore. Are you trying to teach anymore. me how to do coke? I'm not trying to teach you <laughs> how to do coke. I can write a book on it, bro. You know what you need? Like, the, the I'm, just try, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm not trying to teach you. I just want to be in the appendices of coke oh. book. Oh, you know the old folks that have those pill containers Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Like, oh, today's Monday's coke. Right? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You just need, you need to put them into little, like, Splenda packets. That yeah. you stamp sealed. And it's <laughs> like, okay, here's. their days. It can just get really, really bad. <laughs> Did I take Thursday or today, yeah. Friday? <laughs> you know, Sunday was fucking terrible. Let's do the whole week of coke right now. <laughs> But so, I think it's too much money. It's too much money that it, they're getting. It absolutely is. It doesn't become fun anymore. And you got a, uh, a dad bringing his kid in who's a weekend dad, and he wants to go do something, but his kid doesn't really understand the value of a dollar yet. Yeah. And he's going broke, literally going broke to watch these games because these people just get paid outrageous money. And that's fine if they want to get paid outrageous money, but what they do with their money afterwards is they're eight out of the ten athletes, they come out broke. So now this kid is following this guy who's made – yeah. 300 million. He's like, what did he do with his money, mom? Well, he was making it rain and he got Hennessy. Yeah. And they don't even buy houses, they rent them. So you just They don't even buy Alan cars, they rent them. It's like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, this, this does sound a lot like Allen Iverson. Well, my thing, my thing <laughs> Michael Irvin, like, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> 20 dollar whore and a fucking. My thing, too, is, is like, and I can, you know, like, I, I always feel like weird saying this because I'm not that old, but like, I can remember to like when I, I would go to Chicago in the summers with my dad to go see our family and like, We'd be there for two weeks, and we would go to four or five White Sox games. Like it was, an, it was just a thing you. Do could you know do. why the yard goats are so successful? Why? Because they're affordable. Yeah, and they yeah. give you a show every game. Like you can get a hot dog there for two dollars. Well, the, the highest f- price ticket is thirteen dollars. Yeah, and the, well, the thing too is the food. I mean, I don't think none of you guys have been, right? I haven't yeah. been yeah. yet. So I went to a game, and the food is phenomenal. They have more than hot dogs, though. They have like yeah, really yeah, good yeah. food, and beer is affordable. They have a barbecue and all that pit. stuff. Yeah, they they got great stuff, but like. When I was going to Chicago for two weeks in the summer with my dad to see the family, it, going to a White Sox game, we'd go to four or five. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Like, it was just something, oh, hey, let's go to a White Sox game tonight. Let's get the tickets. Now it's something, it's like you have to plan to make sure you're financially able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even to go, like, when I went to Chicago, what was it, three years ago now, two, three oh, years okay. ago now? Yeah. I went to three games, and I sat in the outfield, in, the like, the third row of the outfield, and the tickets were still $26. 
you know, backs, backsplash 15 years ago when I was going with my dad, those tickets were like $8, $7 a person. Meanwhile, when I went to Fenway with my dad last year, it was about uh, 180 a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> See, fuck me in the face yeah. with that. I'd rather just sit outside the fence and wait for a ball to come over. That's one of those things. Like, the only sport that I would be willing to pay the money to sit closer in. You say is, wrestling and I'm leaving. No, it's baseball. <laughs> it's baseball. And it's only because, like, what we did. Like, you have the ability. Like, we, there was a guy. We we took J-Mart there for uh, congratulations. You have a kid uh, present. <laughs> and your penis. Shout work. out to Cole. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so Probably we, we, we took him to a right Pirates now. game because he's never he hadn't, hadn't been to PNC Park. He was supposed to go, but somebody at this table fo- uh, didn't follow through on a promise. And, um, yeah, I Berger made up for it. I made up for buying these tickets. But, but um, fuck off. Like, a, a, person, <laughs> a person, like, four or five rows in front of us, a bat slipped out of someone's hand, and he caught the bat, and he got to keep it. Really? And it's one of the things, like, it's cool. Like, for baseball, you get the high hey. pop-up fly balls and stuff like that. But, like... $190 bet, thanks. But, but like... You can also get hit in the face with a foul ball. Yeah, but that's okay. fun. But then you can sue them. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> but also, though, if you're sitting that You close, will be able to soon. You're always watching. Like, you're never going to take your eye off because uh, of the opportunity. You're just sneeze. Getting off track, but I can't stand the people that get hit, and you, you go and watch the video, and they're just... Boom. <laughs> You will be able to soon. I think within, I think within the fi- next five arms. years, I think there's going to be a optional rule for um, like down the line side nettings, especially after what happened for the Yankees. That girl got hit. I mean, I understand it's part of the game. Like you sign up, you buy these seats. Like it's part of it. But at the same time, like these, you know, like we talked about, these people are getting paid millions of dollars, and uh. you rely on the fans' income for a, a large part of this, and so. They want to make the experience as great as they can. Like, you know, some people bitch about not being able to see through the netting. Fuck off. It, it's literally, uh, like, less than the 16th of every, an inch of twine. Every kid's Little League game they've gone to and see their own kid. Yeah. They could see him. They see well through chain the chain-link fence. fence. What were you doing? Exactly. That you got hit in the face with a ball. And so, it's one of those things, like, I think. <laughs> I thought exactly. I think <laughs> what they're going to do watching is. watching the game or are you within the next, at the sky? Within the next five years, I think that they're going to make it a optional but finable rule to have the netting down the sides. I know some stadiums do it. Doesn't City Field do it? They're talking about extending it. So so is Yankee State. A lot so, of places are starting to extend so, it. But I, I think within the next five years, I think the MLB will be like, hey, Hockey you know, it. we want Get that glass box we want to have the, the, you know, the safety netting down right. the first and third baselines to the base bags. And then if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But if a fan gets hit and chooses to pursue or whatever, it's a fine on your team. But essentially hockey does it. The glass all the way around. Well, hockey actually, hockey not too long ago actually had to, had they did the precautionary. If you like, if you notice behind the the goal, all the way up to about I think it's halfway up to there's the blue fence. line. There's a net. The, well, the, there's the net, but the glass is actually about six to eight inches higher. Yeah, and that's because I mean, here's the thing. Didn't the lady die? Didn't she? Yeah. Here, the here's the thing. A baseball that gets you know, like so. What, what didn't they calculate the speed off of Frazier's bat when he hit that girl? It was like what, yeah, like one, like one twenty, one oh four, one whatever. So that's going to hurt a lot. But a puck, I mean, you look at Zidane Char from the Bruins. He did the slap shot contest uh, like five well, years ago or something like that. players, am I right? No. Um, <laughs> he hit, what was it? I think it was like one, 108. 108. 108 on a slap I shot. Hit over that. Too. I would much rather get hit by a baseball right in the schnoz going 120 than a puck going 100 miles. Because a huck, oh, a puck. A huck. A huck. Send it. A like puck. Of the- <laughs> A puck doesn't have rounded edges Names like a baseball does. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I've been hit in the cheek with because I used to play street hockey growing up, and I got hit with a puck that was going maybe 30 miles an hour, and it lacerated my cheek. Jeez. 
Now add 70 miles an hour to it, and it's hard condensed rubber. If you watch a baseball in slow motion, when it leaves the bat, it absorbs. It does. It does move. It doesn't look like it. You know, when you get hit in the face, you don't feel it. Because <laughs> your but, face moves. Kyle right. would know all about this. But yeah, I broke my the nose. baseball has give to it. A hockey puck doesn't have any give to it. It's just a solid piece of rubber yeah. that meets your face, and then your face breaks. I mean, Andrew Shaw, when he played against the Bruins, the Blackhawks and the Bruins played in the Stanley Cup, Andrew Shaw took a slap shot from Zidane Chara in the cheekbone. It blew out his whole cheekbone, broke his nose, he lost three teeth, and he dan- and he bruised his retina. He played the rest of that game, didn't he? No, he got he, <laughs> he was removed from that game. The best part was is though he donated the stitches to a charity for like the Chicago like organization type thing. Some fan out there, I'm a huge fan of all my teams. I'll I'll do all kinds of shit. I'll buy autographed jerseys, pucks, and everything. Somebody paid thirty eight thousand dollars for what his kind stitches. What maniac would pay for someone's stitches? Thirty eight thousand dollars. I knew I liked that. I'm gonna team start selling Ricky's panties. <laughs> Five seconds. You'll be famous. With you can wear my wife's panties if you'd like. Starting bid at. <laughs> you know. You know what's happening? Slowly, we're gonna we're gonna start hearing Kendall refer to Rebecca like you refer to Ricky. Ricky I, I can't wait. I know. It's gonna be so exciting. I know. Well, I can't do that. You know, her father's listening. You know? <laughs> Why do you think she's here? <laughs> Shout out iPhone five. <laughs> iPhone five. <laughs> Is that bad? Well, and shout out, yeah, shout out to uh, you know, for the listeners, he he created the intro. He's the harmonica yeah. on the yeah, intro. He's the harmonica. Yeah, that's him. That's he's the harmonica on the intro. Well, that's so. right. We were talking the other day. He was in the band. Yeah, he just did a show last night. Yep, in Thomaston. And, yep. Um, oh my God, the name of the place. It's, you're gonna get texted very soon. You should just say it. Just say it. You don't have to whisper. Crabby Owls, yes, owls. I know Crabby Owls. Crabby Owls. Yeah, Rebecca, you don't. I've have had a few nights there. <laughs> yeah. This, this is live. This is the whole point of us, you know. Peter giving this shot. We're live. We don't have to, you know, pretend we're like a, we're a, in a church with recording now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few nights there, Crabby Owls. So I got another discussion oh. thing I want to want to go by real quick, and then because you know I, I've noticed that the private stock has pretty much been consumed by me. Not that there's that much gone, but we're gonna do an around the horn. Yep, you got to take a shot of the private stock and then answer the question, and we'll discuss it after. Jamart, you'll start. I'll, I'll finish. I'll play anchor because I've already had three or two, whatever. Not like singed. Even though, <laughs> so we're talking NFL here. Even though the franchise tag has been signed, he still has the option to seek trades. Javaris Landry plays blank. Plays in blank next season. Jarvis. Oh, did I? Oh, no, it's the booze talking. So where does he play next season, you mm-hmm. said? I'm thinking Minnesota. Okay. Souls shot then answer no shot then answer. Minnesota, huh? Yeah. All right, I, I, I'm very I'm very excited to hear your reasonings. Who'd you guys say Kirk was going to, by the way? Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, Kyle didn't make the face. It's fucking awful but <laughs> Kyle's been holding out on us this entire time he's just a pro drinker he just Jarvis Landry plays in San Francisco next year <laughs> Mock made the face that's gross I think Landry goes to the Chicago Bears look at that he's staying in fucking Miami <laughs> so why didn't you say that now you no, have to no. do a shot for second no, guessing yourself I'm not guessing no you have to take I'm a sure shot what, that's probably what's going to happen oh really so I, it's so probably what's going to happen, but it's not what you think is going to happen? Yeah. Because that it, makes a lot of fucking it sense. It fucking does. No, it doesn't make it any does. sense. Why is your name tag vertical? Because <laughs> a lot of things All happen. Right. Red Baron, yeah, Mirror, Javaris Landry plays in? Uh, Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah, Landry. I keep saying that. <laughs> Jarvis Landry plays in Miami <laughs> next year. All right. 
He signs franchise tag. I just I see him just they, they paid him this amount of money. Let's just play him out and then we'll see what happens next year, the following year. Alright. I'll do a double shot here <laughs> of all the Javarises. Jadavion Clowney Landry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's one other option that he goes to. Oh, he second guessed himself. Oh, no, I'm not second guessing. Uh, 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 not second guessing. Right. I think all he right. goes to the Bears. But I think there's one other team that's going to make a play I for him. I feel like I know who you're talking Minnesota. about. And Kyle's not going to like it. It's Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens. See. It's whatever. Jarvis Landry plays for the New England Patriots. Oh, no! Gross! No. Well, think, though. They got, um... They, I think they don't pay Edelman for receivers. Back. And I don't... Huh? Edelman's coming back, but I don't think they re-sign Amendola, and I don't think they have to. They they do the franchise tag. They see if he's all about it. The Patriots don't need their first round pick. I think point. they would be willing to trade or trade away their first or second round pick for Landry. Probably a second round pick. They don't they have got, a second rounder. Or the, I mean, even their third a third round pick is what Landry's kind of worth. Because he's young, he's not really that proven yet. I mean, he's a target machine and a red zone threat, but consistency is a big part of being a receiver. I don't feel like Miami would trade him to New England. Yeah, it's within the division. I don't think that matters. The other thing is, we don't know what's going to happen in New England in free agency. Gronk is still kind of a question mark. Here's another thing. They can get depleted very quickly. Here's another thing, and I think it's interesting, because until the new league starts, we can't start signing free agents and all that. Well, let's... Let's, let's let's discuss. Then I'll get into my point because it kind of it kind of works with it. So, Jamar, I'm curious to hear Minnesota. Of all the teams I've seen Jarvis Landry ending up in, Minnesota was not one of them. Yeah, that's a surpriser. See, the reason I think Minnesota, I know it's it seems like a long shot, but here's a team that made an incredible run that no one would have ever expected, and then to go and lose after coming away with like a miracle win, they would have played the Super Bowl on their home field. I think they go out, be really beef up this offense. I mean, think about it. They they have what Thielen, Diggs, Rudolph. What's his name's coming back from the injury? Cook, the running Cook. back Cook. I mean that that's a monster offense if they could get him. What's he signed for on the franchise tag? It's about twelve to fourteen in that range. So it's it's good money. But if they give Kirk Cousins money. the money, they're not going to have the money to. But get that's what him. I mean. They have but, but, quarterbacks in house already. What I'm saying, but the option too they're is all free agents. They're all free agents, they're right? Free but agents. they're all going to be less money than Kirk exactly. Cousins. That's what. And I'm the saying. argument too, which I think Jeff would get into, is not to not to cut you off, Jamar. But if you sign Jarvis Landry, now you have Landry, Diggs, Thielen, Rudolph, and Cook. You don't need an elite quarterback throwing the football. Exactly. I mean, you have the elite receivers. Look how far they got with you know. You know, Bradford was good in like the two the quarters thing, he well, played. Bradford was playing well. He just got hurt. Which I mean, I call. he's made of glass. But whenever, I mean, with the exception of that one season with the Rams, Bradford realistically has played well in his seasons. He's there. But he's just made of glass. It, it's funny you say that because uh, even his former coach Mike Zimmer said that just. <laughs> you saying I don't know why he's going skiing with glass knees. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Mike Zimmer's kind of a it's, dick. It's definitely, it's definitely a long <laughs> well, shot, but I think you know, the guy that can't if they were to add anymore. another offensive weapon, I mean, then we're talking like a top offense in the league. My uh, my rebuttal is that last year we saw Minnesota was pretty balanced in both the run and the pass. I think if they bring in Landry just to get enough targets to their three guys, you're going to have to kind of See, steer away from the run. I understand what you're saying, but I disagree. And the only reason I say that is because, yes, they will be having to throw more to – satisfy the targets and keep the turmoil at bay for their three receivers, 
but they're also going to have a better running back throughout the course of the year. So they're going to have versus, you know, all these these backups that played key, the Latavius Murrays and the um, uh, what's it, McKinnon and whatnot, they're going to have Cook, who is going to be able to be that workhorse and is going to be able to do a lot more with 20 carries a game than McKinnon and Murray were able to do with 12 apiece. My thing is I think they spend their money on offensive linemen. Yeah. Instead of another receiver. I think they're okay with what they have. And if they can bring in Kirk and fix the offensive line, they're a Super Bowl contender right off the bat. Well, see, that's the thing I think with the Bears, too. A lot of people are talking about Landry going to the Bears, and I think now that Landry has signed his franchise tag, I don't think the Bears are going to be willing to pay that. Like, I think they'd be willing to pay the money for Landry if they were going to have him long-term. But they released Sitton, and I think that's number one on their mind is offensive line. And now it's like – because they got to be able to protect their young quarterback and give him the ability to throw the football. They're going to have Cam back – and they need to, you know, they're gonna have, they're gonna draft receivers, and you know, maybe they go out and sign, you know, some receiver, maybe an Amendola or a Robinson or something like that. But they're often they release Sitton, and if they don't, if they don't make some sort of free agency splash signing, then the Sitton release makes no sense. So, why the 49ers? They just paid Garoppolo. Yep, a lot, and now it's time to give him some weapons. But. <laughs> So he played so good. It's my time to this is, arm Garoppolo. May I give you my argument? I understand. I, I know what you're saying, and it's a, it's a you're giving Garoppolo a somewhat proven weapon. I'm only saying somewhat because he's been very good in his time in the league, but he's still young. There's plenty of time to fuck that up. But to me, Garoppolo learned from the greatest quarterback in NFL history at making something from nothing in terms yeah. of personnel, and Garoppolo did just that for the San Francisco 49ers. He was undefeated, right? In yeah. his time as the 40, in his starts as a 49er. 6-0, right? He's yeah, he's undefeated as a starter. He was undefeated at his time in the 49ers and he made his his receivers became waiver wire pickups in terms of fantasy. Now I know that's not the best stat to go off of, but you got to think, you know, in order to be a waiver wire pickup in terms nationally in terms of fantasy, you got to be productive. I mean, no one's going to pick you up if you're if you're scoring a touchdown and getting 20 yards on one reception. I mean, if you're getting one reception for a 20-yard touchdown, that's only 9 points. Like yeah, that's not worth the waiver wire. So you got to be producing, which means you got to be putting up the stats, which means you're helping your team. I don't think the 49ers think that they need to go out and spend that kind of money on somebody because they can just draft them and they're just Garoppolo's going to work with them. I think Garoppolo has a lot of Brady in him. And honestly, I think if Garoppolo can stay healthy throughout his career, I think we're we're getting ready to enter the era of another 13-year span of, of Brady. It's going to be – Garoppolo is just going to be a new form of Brady. I just feel like Shanahan really wants a number one for Garoppolo. He's got he, one. He spoke Same to Pierre Garçon. about a week ago. I don't think Pierre Garçon's a number one. He Murray, can't be for that team. You know, I feel like Marquise on the Goodwin topic of Pierre Garçon, I don't mm-hmm. think he gets enough credit when he's healthy. Pierre Garçon can be a number one for that team for the same reason Larry Fitzgerald could be a number one for any team. Because what he doesn't have in speed anymore, he makes up for an elite route running. Yeah. Yep. It does for me He's a possession receiver. Yes, I understand. Pierre Garçon can't run just like Larry Fitzgerald can't really run that streak route anymore. He can't run the fade route. He can't do that those long distance routes. But Larry Fitzgerald, much like Pierre Garçon, and you saw Pierre Garçon have that success this season, is if you're going to have Fitzgerald go up. Even if Fitzgerald is playing against a top-tier corner, you know, name any corner in the league. What's his face there from uh, the Ravens there? What's his name? Um, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Even if it was against Jimmy Smith, one of the better corners in the NFL, 
if Fitzgerald's going to run up and do a 15-yard in route, Fitzgerald is going to have that cut, Pierre Garçon as well, that cut is going to be so precise in, to go inside on the field that he is going to create three to four yards of space right there. And that and the thing is, is Garoppolo has the ability to hit the, court, the, the receiver at that spot. So I don't think they need that type of person. So I don't think the 49ers are going to be willing to spend that money. I think you're, I think you're right. I think Shanahan is desperate to get a number one for Garoppolo, but I think he's patient enough to do it through the draft and through the process of building up his own team. He's already gave up a second-round pick. Yeah. And I believe that he's willing to give up a third or a fourth for Landry to bring someone in to help him out. See, I think it's tough, too. I mean, Landry would probably be a nice fit there. But at the start of the, the new year, I think we're going to see bigger-name receivers that get cut by teams that are going to be out there. Um, I mean, the first one, I, th- I think Randall Cobb gets cut by the Packers. If Devontae Adams can stay healthy, I think If so. Adams stays there, yeah. Rodgers ain't well, going to let Nelson go anywhere. I think. Uh, see, I disagree. I think Nelson goes before Cobb goes. And the only reason I say that is because Nels, or Cobb is the bigger deep ball threat. Nelson gets a lot of deep ball passes. Yeah, but it's Richard be- Rodgers, too. But Nelson, but Nelson is just—he's more one of those guys. Like I've watched a lot of Packers games over my years, <laughs> and a lot of Nelsons come from blown coverages and really good off the line movements, which doesn't always work against top tier corners and safeties. Cobb, on the other hand, Cobb just still has that raw speed, and so Cobb can blow you off the line without making that hesitation move or making that you know five yards in, fake in and go out type of move. Cobb will just blow down the field and beat you. So yeah, Jeff, move. <laughs> you might have to get up. <laughs> Look at that. That's the lazy man right there. Oh, yeah. wow, that's a cool sign on the back of that door, though. Yeah, <laughs> they were ready for us. They know what's coming but on. But the thing is about Green Bay. What's that? I don't think they cut anybody. I do. Not a single. Not, not this season. But I think in the I, I think maybe after this after the next season. So the, my prediction, you know, we'll do this obviously when it gets closer to football season. But I don't think and and the Red Baron Mirror and I were talking about it with Aaron Rodgers. I I kind of agree with what he said last night. I think the the Green Bay Packers reign of terror is over in the NFC North. I think the Green Bay Packers are now the team that's going to be very much in contention slash fighting for the wild card spot. Yeah, I think their window shut. It's just the defense isn't there anymore, and the run game isn't there, and the receivers really are not there. They have they have Adams, but it's like but Cobb and Nelson get hurt a lot, and I, I just with healthy having a, with Rogers having a full year back, I think they'll be a lot better. But, he, but even I think Rogers. they'll be better. But I, I've, in my opinion, I think I think the Packers missed the playoffs this year with with Rogers playing all sixteen games. I think he stays healthy, and I think they miss the playoffs. Even if it's by a game, I think they miss the playoffs. And even I think Cobb could be the one that gets cut because I think you could so. always put Montgomery back at wide receiver and start Jamal Williams or the other fucking guy. I don't remember. But you got to keep in mind Aaron Jones. Now, like Aaron Rodgers is looking for an extension, he's going to command big money. You know, they got to sign guys for the defense. They got to shore up the offensive line. One of those receivers is going to have to take a hit. Well, that's my argument for Nelson is because Nelson demands more money than Cobb does. Yeah, that's true. Nelson has more, in terms of the Packers organization, has proven more than Cobb has. And on top of that, Nelson, in my opinion, his injuries have been a little bit more substantial 
So he's a little bit more, you know, he's just a little bit more expendable. And I think with Cobb, I think what they're going to be doing with Adams is, you know, over the year, the past few years, we've seen Adams kind of become this deep ball threat kind of guy. But he's last year he became a possession eater. He yeah. became a, a Jarvis Landry type of guy. And so I think that we're going to see a lot more of Adams becoming that Jordy Nelson well, kind of guy. Brett Hundley can't really throw the ball. But I understand that. But it doesn't matter. One year, you you learn a lot about a receiver. So Adams had to mold to Brett Hundley. You look at that, Souls. And Adams, you, you Adams proved that he could uh, turn into that possession type of receiver, that Brandon Marshall type receiver, yeah. the guy who can run any route and get the ball. And that's what Nelson was. Cobb was really the deep ball threat, the slants, the – you know. The the less impressive Odell Beckham Jr. kind of guy. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. runs the routes, but he's essentially a, a lot of Odell Beckham Jr.'s touchdowns come on slants and big Quick deep slant. balls. And that's what Randall Cobb is. But <laughs> Nelson is the possession receiver. So Adams would also be a possession reaver, receiver. You don't really need the two possession receivers. You want the one You want the one possession and the one speed, in my opinion. What do you got over there, Reed, huh? What do I got? Yeah, what do you got? You're looking oh. over here. We're live. Just say it. Start something. Well, I'm trying to make some signals. I'm saying, let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back in, what, like 10 minutes? 10 Yeah, but we're not done with this conversation. Well, we can pick it back up. You no, that's stupid. Rat. We got five that's minutes of conversation. Stupid. Well, I just figured we'd. Nope, say- we're arguing. We're overthrowing you. Let's finish the conversation. We got five minutes. We'll take a break. Want to take what a 10 minute break? I want to hear what you have to say about the Bears real quick. The Bears, I mean, they say need it. that number one offensive weapon. It seems every year their number one gets hurt. Every Kevin year. White's done it for, what, two, three years now. Never the number one. But, I mean, Could he's always super hyped, and, and then he gets hurt. Cam Meredith came into last season, thought he was going to be great, got hurt. <coughs> I think Landry can come in and be like that security blanket receiver for Mitch to kind of grow and become a better quarterback. And Matt Nagy wants Trubisky to have his Kyle his also talked they to had, Matt Nagy last <laughs> week. The Bears have a great run game. I think Landry will come in and just just balance it all out. The defense is young and up and co- I, I think he'll make the Bears maybe not a playoff team, but at least a bit possibly close to a wild card contender. All right. The Patriots for me was really more of a stir up thing, <laughs> but I can see it. That's the thing is like yeah. I, I can just I can see it. Brady's getting older. He doesn't have any sort of scramble ability really anymore. And Amendola is a free agent. And it, it, it really relies on whether or not they're going to re-sign Amendola, which it doesn't seem like they're going to do, because um, they, they haven't yet, right? Type no. of thing. Yeah. So I, I don't think they're going to do that. Um, you know, they have the draft picks, but they're never the team that goes out and signs a receiver, you know, in the first round or second round, third round type of thing. So I could just see them doing it to give Brady a reliable option of a, a, a receiver that runs a lot of routes that gets him 9 to 10 catches a game so that Brady doesn't have to be sitting back in the pocket that long. Red Baron, you said the the Dolphins. I said the Dolphins. I just feel as though they, they paid him the money. They're going to try to get as much as they can out of him and then like, hey, let's play for now, and then we'll deal with it in 2019. So it's funny you say that. We'll take the break after this, and we can talk we'll, – we'll visit this option after later in the show. I think – the Dolphins only do everything they can to keep Landry if they can sign Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. If they sign Kirk, they're going to want Landry there. I understand that. Right. But they've given them the I option to, to view trades. But I think it's a very under-the-radar thing. People have not listed, you know. But Tannehill has sucked. Kirk Cousins to the Dolphins? 
Kyle's a big Tannehill. We'll talk. Fan. Not we'll, really. We'll talk more. Oh, we'll, we'll shut up. Shut up. Boy. We'll talk more about Kirk to the Dolphins when we come back. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and everybody else is still here. We're all still here. What's Gucci? Oh. Shut up, Souls. All right, so, <laughs> Souls. Now, hold on. Before you do that, Souls, we're confirmed confirm with a Red Baron mirror, but we're Facebook Live. We're Facebook Live on PPRN right now. On PPRN, um, if you if you don't follow PPRN, do it because you're an asshole. But if you're on the Getting Sports with Drunk Facebook page, um, I believe Machine Washable will be sharing that if not already, so you can check us out there as well. Um, so we've talked about it a long time. Souls said Gucci, which warrants a private stock shop. But we've talked about that it on. Be a double shot. We've talked That's about a it. Bad one. Yeah, we've talked about it on air for a long time. We've talked about Souls' just ridiculous face when he takes the private stock it's shots. It's a meme face. And now we're meme here to <laughs> now we're here to see it. And that's actually good. We'll make a meme out of you. We'll do it. We'll make a meme out of you yet. It hasn't happened yet. It will. So I don't know which camera's looking at you. I think this one can see you. That's probably our best. Everybody right everybody there. say hi to Facebook Live. Hi, Facebook Live. Afternoon. <laughs> Souls, take your <laughs> private stock and show the world what they've been missing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't get it close, but you could tell the way he ducked his head down that. You might He's be able still to see two. The face right now. You might be able to see two. Our fearless leader, PPRN leader, Peter, down at the end over there. He's here to make sure Kendall doesn't set the board on fire yeah. again. Oh, like, it's a flame! It's a flame. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we ended off the before the break. We we're talking about Kirk Cousins' potential Miami landing spot. Jarvis, do you <laughs> do you think there's any? potential for that to happen at all no i don't think so yeah i think he can go to the bears is that what you're asking me no miami Miami. (laughs) send it over send it over just just so the facebook viewers know Sheen makes a good face too why kirk cousins would go to the bears i didn't hear what he said i I was trying to figure out well hold on wait so that's double shot then because you said that you think kirk cousins could go to the bears you know we need we need mark we need you on this side of the microphone what is the Mickey's blocking your face. Take the oh. mo- take the take the mouse off the mic. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, oh my god! My nephews love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a crook, and you know it. Oh god! That Shout face. out to my nephews. Oh, uh, see, we didn't, we'd, we'd have to move the camera a little yeah. bit. We got it. Don't worry about it. But Red Baron, what do you think? Do you, do you think the Miami Dolphins are a possible landing spot for Kirk Cousins? Uh, absolutely. Because the thing is, Kirk has no idea where he wants to play. He just wants to play football. You know he. Does he want the money? Perhaps, but he he's already made an insane amount of money in, in fifty million franchise tags. Two, two years. I'm done. If he wants to get paid, he's probably going so, to the Jets. I mean, yeah. I I don't think anybody's <laughs> above the Browns. You know, he might be above the Browns, uh, but I think he's not. If it's about money, if it's about money, it's the Browns and the Jets are where he'll go. I think if it's Either about money, he's going to New York. But the thing is, like, if if he wants to go and play in Miami, if they give him a deal. I mean, it's anything is on the table for him. It's They're going to keep going with Tannehill. I don't know why they do, but so they do. My thing is, is we'll know. I mean, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but we'll know when the actual new league starts. When the new league year kicks off, if Landry has not <coughs> been traded or there are not serious talks about him being traded, I think it's a, I think it's possible. Because now you're putting Cousins in a spot with actual receivers. and or with a, with a, Are you saying like preseason or like OTAs? I'm talking about the actual league's okay. season start, which is in, like, I think, like, two weeks. Okay. March 11th. Yeah. Not even two weeks. Okay. Then. Like, if there's – I think it's potential. I think if that becomes – so, if Landry has 
if there's no actual headway being made about Landry going elsewhere, I think at that point, because the final four right now, I think for Kirk Cousins are Minnesota, Denver, Cleveland, and the Jets. I think if Landry, Arizona, yeah, he just released it. He, it was Arizona. Oh, Arizona, Minnesota, Denver, and the Jets. Those were his final four. Okay, so I I think if not Landry has n- no, I think, <laughs> I think if Landry has no actual headway of going anywhere by March 11th, I think I think he cuts Arizona off that list, and Miami can be added to that list. And my thing is, the Jets offered him a lot of guaranteed money. Yeah, and I can see him taking it. Because it's just what he's going to do. If you offer like $60 million guaranteed, you're probably going to go. See, with it's him. one of those things I agree with you, but at the same I think he's torn because he's the ability. I mean, at the end of the day, no one's going to turn down the money to do what you love. If someone came right. up to me and was like, hey, you can sit on the couch and scratch your balls for 100 grand a day, you bet your ass I'm going to scratch them raw. <laughs> but. With Brillo. I think with Brillo, yeah. No, is that guaranteed? Brillo money? and Graves. <laughs> is that guaranteed money? Or? Uh, 60,000 is guaranteed every day. Oh, yeah, sign me up. But with Kirk Cousins, I think too. 100 grit. I think a lot of it is I think people are tired of him talking about him not being an elite quarterback or not being like in the top 10% of quarterbacks, top 10 quarterback in the league, whatever, whatever statistical category you want to go off of. I think he's tired of people talking about that way because he hasn't really – other than Deshaun Jackson, his tenure in Washington, he hasn't really had anybody to throw the football to. He had Pierre Garçon. This, this to me, is going to be his ultimate prove-it because he's going to choose where he wants to go. He's kind of making his own destiny. And if he fails wherever he goes, then he's not the elite quarterback he thinks he is. But if he goes there and balls out, then he proved his point. I think if Kirk Cousins goes – because, like, I think Minnesota has playoff potential regardless of who they signed. If he goes to Denver, I think he can cement his legacy as the top ten quarterback in the NFL. I agree. And I mean, yes, I I get it. it he has the receivers. He'll have Sanders and Demarius Thomas. But, but he has no O line. But but if you that's one thing. But if you go back and you look, I mean, realistically, no receiver or no quarterback has been considered a great quarterback in NFL <laughs> history without some sort of elite receiver around them. I mean, yeah. even Brady. I mean, Brady has had Gronk. Which is always he's a had good, Moss, he's had Randy and he Moss. had Moss for a while. Who set you know the Brady's never been in a situation where he hasn't had at least one elite player. Right. I mean, and then you you know Peyton Manning had Harrison for all those years, and Reggie Wayne after, and then Reggie Wayne after, and then he went straight Austin to Demarius Collie. Thomas, and then he went yeah, then he went straight to Demarius Thomas. I mean, you, you look at these quarterbacks that are. I mean, the only quarterback you can make the argument for is Drew Brees, and. I don't consider that. I don't buy into the argument thing. I think it's more of a crime that Marquise Colson was never given a Pro Bowl because Drew Brees. Hundred percent agree. Because until this year, Drew Brees was never had a, never had a Pro Bowl quarterback, right? Because didn't Michael Thomas made the Pro Bowl, right? Or cornerback or receiver? Fuck that. Yeah, that's what I yeah it's all the booze. You guys aren't drinking enough. <laughs> no, he didn't. Michael Thomas made the Pro Bowl, though, right? Michael Thomas did. So this is the first. Keep who do in mind. Have in listen for all the listeners. You know, for those of you who who may not follow football as much as you follow the other sports. Keep that in mind. Cardell. Drew Brees is a household name in terms of quarterbacks. Oh, absolutely. He has never had a Pro Bowl wide receiver until 2017. Now, which is amazing. But to his credit, Drew Brees does probably perhaps better than anyone else spread, spread the, ball. the ball around. So perhaps third string tight ends. I understand what you're saying, but full uh, back anything. I get that, but in my opinion, in terms of you know, call it a joke if you will, Pro Bowl, whatever. 
The biggest crime in Pro Bowl history, in my opinion, is Marquise Colson not getting a Pro Bowl bid once in his career. No, that's fair. Well, he threw that and that's great new pass America. in that playoff game that one time. <laughs> we had Jimmy Graham. It's not the same, but you know what I'm saying. We do we do shots for personal shots here, sir. It wasn't a. It was just, It was a great pass. <laughs> per- personal shot. Take the shot. Do it. That's being. That's gone by the end of the show, guys. Uh, so, so we'll we'll move on. We'll go. I, I know Souls is itching to get to two certain discussions. He's got a baseball one picked out in his head that he wants to talk about. I don't say. Yes, it. you do. Well, I kind of do. Uh, but let's talk. We'll talk one NBA, then we'll go to the. Ryan the Howard's gonna have a comeback year. Who? <laughs> so let's talk about this. He's done. <laughs> this, you know, moving forward, we're gonna kind of do. You know, we're, we're, I'm we're sorry for the not 100 co- confident in what our format will be, but we're thinking. You know, a little bit of current events in the beginning, personal discussion at the end, kind of thing about sports, not about Mox penis. Um, penis. It's nice. Penis. It is nice. Nice and gray. Um, That's Kyle. We all know it. Tan. Tan. Kyle's is tan. It's not gray. It's very tan. Kyle's looks like somebody who goes to the tanning booth every week. Yours looks like a piece of meatloaf that's been sticking out for three weeks. So there's a there's a chat room in pprradio.net, and someone's been trying to talk to it. I just so, showed Kendall where Yeah, oh. so and that's something we, we should really uh, consider using right, oh, in, yeah. in the future. Uh, Grandma so, Wakey? Grandma Wakey. <laughs> what you got? First thing we did, so we got hey, and then, first of all, Kyle is always right about sports trivia. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Who Must be Stosh Ball. <laughs> Who is this? We don't know. It just we don't know. Have their ha- we don't know. Um, it's your biggest fan. <laughs> but yeah, you can interact with the boys. Go to pbnradio.net. Yeah, yeah. There's a chat room at the bottom. Uh, so we actually have a question uh, pitched to us. Uh, how about the, the coaching situation of the Giants? Huh. So that's an interesting topic. Machine, lead it off. Well, I mean, as the only Giants fan at the table, the only I sorry think, person. I think they're in a better shape now than they were with McAdoo. McAdoo was just kind of like a... You could have no coach and you'll be in a better shape. Yeah, McAdoo was just kind of clueless. He looked good in his first season. No, he looked good because of his mustache. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the second year, he just... I think he tried to do too much that he just wasn't ready for. He was trying to control everything. He was way too predictable. I remember when I we watched the Giants-Eagles game in your house, and we predicted almost every play. Yeah. It, it was just... I think we, we determined that he, his play calling was too predictable. It was horrible. Right? you gotta, you got to take some chances. Personally, you know? I think they should have went defensive-minded coach. I disagree. Because you have all the offensive weapons basically that yeah, you but, need but to come back. Yeah, but their defense is good. The their defense, defense was, was never good. in question at all. And I thought Spagnola was going to stay. That was a shock that they got rid of him. But to me, he was a great coordinator. They didn't need someone to come in and lead their defense. They needed someone to come in and rewrite their offense and get it back on track. They, they need to tell you get Apple the, to the stop chemi- being a bitch. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say, but I was going to say <laughs> get the chemistry back in yeah. the locker room. Because right now they're all over the place. You got Jenkins suspended. You got Cromartie suspended. That, you got that was all McAdoo. That out, that's all in-house. That was McAdoo. That's something that a good head coach can sort out. I think Pat Shermer's going to come in. He's going to rewrite the offense. He'll make it much more balanced and, and hopefully be able to help Eli out a little bit without getting hit as much. Um, hopefully Odell can come back. We need back a running healthy. back for that. We do need a running back. But it also came down to the offensive line. We're going to do two things here that we've never done before. We're going to have a female on the show. And work out. And she's going to do something. <laughs> and she's got to do a shot. <laughs> So, so, Rita, Rita, the Rita. this if you if you listen to PPRN, this is the the GSWD Ricky. <laughs> yeah. her, her tits might not be as big, but she's the GSWD Ricky. So, Rita slash Rebecca, she say handles, hi. She, hi. She handles all our production work. She uh, she handles. She made our intro and outro. She does our 
our editing of shows prior to this. So, so for iPhone five, iPhone five is her father. Yep. Us going. So live. if you oh, want to sure. see a picture of her, go to Glenn uh, Kendall <laughs> Reed. <laughs> no, no, xvids.com. <laughs> Uh-oh. RedTube.com. This is a sports show. Freaking show. Uh-oh. Teach your kitty 69ers. In our previous setup, you know, we were very limited. We had a very small board. We had the five the five mics. We weren't able to do a whole lot outside of us. Now, we're blessed to have Peter's PPRN studio. We can start having guests on, which we're going to have our first ever Getting Sports with Drunk guest in two weeks, which is very exciting. But so they'll back them. <laughs> Ron, I, wanna, I also want to say is your guys' Ron's first kid. show has hit double digits for live listeners. So that's really for for an internet radio station. Yes. It's really really good. Thank you, thank you for the support. Thank you. Really yeah, good. I'll try to do a better job next week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's on you that we're not at triple digits. If it was just Kyle on the mic, we'd be at six figs. Well, Everybody's at church. <laughs> We gotta beat Eddie. And 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 the place <laughs> the place where we're recording from, there's a plethora of churches. <laughs> Everybody's at Chick Fil A waiting for it to open. <laughs> Come so, on, please be Monday. So we have all gay listeners at Chick Fil A right now. Rita, give the world give the world some private stock. Come okay. on, you got this. This she, is she's not on camera. We can sing. Well, it doesn't matter. Who's, they know the face she's gonna, gonna make. Who's gonna drive us home? <laughs> Kyle. Hey. Uh-oh. <laughs> Kyle doesn't even have his license. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Why would you even say that? <laughs> they didn't know that. You're almost 45, <laughs> damn it. That was a personal attack, too. You can't God. call a teacher That's a double bitch. shot, because he had to do one. Yeah, but she has to drive hey, it I home. I don't fucking care. Can we, can we, <laughs> I gotta go to work. Hey, 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 hey. Alright, alright. Alright, all right, hey. calm down. Calm sweaty, unbuttoned his jersey. You can't call a teacher a bitch. I can do whatever I want. Come on, do your private suck. Alright. Let's go. And then iPhone 5, uh, <laughs> Rita's father, yeah, long-time Giants take... fan, and Rebecca herself a long-time Giants fan. Kind of. I, I'd like to, well, she's been, a, she's been a long-time <laughs> Giants fan. Always. I, I'd like to hear what she has to say about the coaching situation. Do you know who he is? They suck. No, no, no. no. I... Not about who the coach is, just what she thinks. Let's just say about, about the, team, the team itself. What does she think the team needs going forward? All I know is that last year was horrible and... I hate Ben McAdoo, and I don't know. Because but he had a great mustache. <laughs> we can't take that away from him. I'll give him that. He did thank have a good mustache. Thank you. Thank you. She struggles to talk. You shouldn't interrupt her. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. No, I just, I just hope better things happen. You know, the Super Bowl is going to be my birthday next year, so they have to win it again on my birthday. No so. chance. Why are you saying that? Well, <laughs> last time they won the Super Bowl on their birthday, they beat the undefeated Patriots. That's true. That was the best Super yeah, but Bowl you can't be like. Yeah, you, you cried. I did. What a bitch. Yeah, you Whatever. a bitch. I didn't cry. I when cried when the Saints won. <laughs> <Here's the thing. laughs> Wait, I nobody didn't... heard he's going to work with booze on his breath? <laughs> he he works at fast anyway. food. Uh, <laughs> you can't smell it through the drive thru yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to report you. I'm that. pretty sure that I everybody. Go there. Which you better you give me at? free food. Longford. Longford. <laughs> um, so better hope they're not listening. <laughs> yeah, right. Shout this out is, Jeff Cole. I'll take my shot. I'll take my shot because this is a personal attack at Machine Washable, so I'll do this. All right, all right. And we got any history? Don't think it's ever acceptable unless it's your first, your your franchise's first major championship win as a fan to cry when they win. You don't think it's acceptable? I don't. I think the only time it's acceptable is when, like, I think it would have been acceptable if Machine cried when Derek Jeter retired. Okay. I cried. Okay. Not Almost even did a little bit. <laughs> I think it would have been, I think, you know, like, I think it would be, ex- I think it would have been acceptable when Jeff, if Jeff cried when the Saints won the Super Bowl. Really gay. When they'd be- <laughs> I think it would have been acceptable when uh, Peter cried when Ricky stuck a finger in his ass. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't cry. 
I know somebody. Don't tell me you've never done it, dude. Whatever. It happens. The left side of the table is a lot more adventurous than the right side of the table. Is Someone's a homophobe right, here. But there was a girl, so don't worry. I don't know. Like for me, like for the Bears, if they won the Super like granted, I wasn't alive when they won the Super Bowl in eighty five. But if they won the Super Bowl, I wouldn't cry. Even if they beat, you know, like even if they were the you know, the same type of thing. Because with the Giants were the six seed, five seed. Uh, they were a wild card they team. They were a wild card team. Even if the Bears were a wild card team and beat the undefeated whoever, I don't I, I wouldn't cry. I did I did cry when Brian Erlacher retired. I teared up. Bald. <laughs> yeah, I, not cried, I uh, cried in that movie Wonder last week. Yeah, we were talking That's about a that. It's a really good book. It's a really good movie too. Anyways, yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to, uh, a movie's over in, in ninety minutes. A yeah. book fucking takes forever. Who reads? Yeah, read. No, it's it's pronounced horads. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watch SNL Jeopardy? It's horads. I don't read. So, the Giants. Yeah, I mean, the, the defense. But it's funny you say that because I understand the defense was on the field more this season, and that the offense wasn't getting it done a lot due to injury. But the defense. Put that aside. The defense did not look like they. The Giants didn't. Defense didn't look like the Giants' they defense it should be. So the chemistry be, wasn't there. It's going to be very interesting moving forward. How much say the head coach has in the Giants' defense versus just the offense. That, that's why I think Shermer's going to. He he brought in his own coordinator, and I think he's going to say, "Listen, take care of it." Because I think, in my opinion, I think Landon Collins is going to be a great player, but I think he's going to be a player that suffers from. Games like like three to four game streaks of ups and downs. You have ten iPhone fives listening. Right? <laughs> 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 they must have shared. I don't Every know. Unfor- iPhone five <laughs> in Connecticut is listening right now. Unfortunately, they're listening to the first five minutes of the podcast right now because it hasn't gotten through. We're radio show. We're a radio show now. I can't believe there's fucking. That's just it. You, all, you, all, you, all you guys oh, remember that now. When you grandma, talk to people, grandma was chatting. Oh, they're on a family plan. Yeah. Generation. When, you guys, when you guys talk to people now, make sure you, don't sell us short. We're a radio show. Said, yeah, you're not a podcast no more. I said we're no longer a podcast. We're big boys now. We got some yeah. hair on our balls. Yes. So that's if yeah. Kendall knows how to upload it later. Yeah, he does. Listen, I I know what to do. Right. Right. This, this, this is the big stage. Okay. I learned on a straight I just board. want to be able to come back on Tuesday and make sure everything's still here. The board's coming home with me. Right. <laughs> like, oh, what's wrong with There's some batteries You're in here. forgetting the lock stuff and turning it off. I was no, cool. not, not, you don't have to worry about you know me locking the doors. You don't do. Worry. You I'm going to check it five times before we go. Okay. We'll have Jeff lock it. You know he'll do it. Yeah. Kendall's me bad too. things. You know who won't? Me. Yeah. That's why I don't have a key. So yeah. let's <laughs> just make sure he unplugs that from the this wall. This isn't sports yeah. related, but this is, this is always an interesting topic for me. I get a lot of shit because I always lock the door when I go in the house. People always try to they try to come in and the door is always locked. Jmart's the same way. That's because yeah. you live in it's Walmart. Why it worked good. That's because well, you live in, in Wallingford, man. Jmart and I, like, my house growing up, we always had to lock the door. Jmart's house always had to lock the door. Kyle, on the other hand, Kyle is in a house where even when nobody's home, for weeks on end, the door is unlocked. What's his address? <laughs> Um, his address is go there. <laughs> yeah. No, but there's nothing like, there. Like there's Not times there. where there's times where like I've gone to I've gone to Kyle's house, and he hasn't gotten home yet from wherever he is, and I've been able to just park my car, go up, nobody's home, and just walk in the front door and just sit on the couch. Well, I do that. And I live in West Haven. I do that if I know if I'm coming back within an hour. But I mean, no, 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 they do it when they go on vacation listen, for a week. If you're gonna break in, I don't want you. Uh, 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 listen, they're gonna break in regardless. Yeah, don't break the don't door. Don't break the door. What the fuck? <laughs> I gotta sleep later. You can have whatever's in there. Just don't break the door. 
That's I'm basically sure. what it is. I also you live in Prospect. No one's out there. Oh, oh you live in Prospect. We're, get, we're getting oh. close to the address. All those damn kids at Watch Hill for the weekend. The only time black people or Spanish people are in Prospect is when they're driving through or they're working. Exactly. Yeah. So Prospect's really uh, Wallingford Jr. Wallingford Jr. <laughs> so, so that's where we stand on the Giants thing, I guess. But definitely yeah. keep commenting. We like this. We, yeah. the, the discussion is is always always so wanted. Were you guys able to kind of identify <coughs> who Grammy Walker was? Aunt Walker. Yeah. My aunt. Your aunt. <laughs> is it his aunt? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she answered. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me let me phrase. Where is her inferencing skills? Assuming is she's she still answered? listening. Assuming uh, she's still listening right now. She's not Kyle's aunt. She's everybody's no, aunt. It's not. Everybody. She answer. Anybody she who knows answer. her, she's Aunt Walker. That's just how it goes. She's everybody's aunt. She's your aunt now, Pete. Oh, all right. Let me tell you something. If you ever get the luxury of meeting her, she is going to question you she hot? until you're unquestionable. <laughs> She's my aunt. She's hot? <laughs> what does that <laughs> mean? That's his aunt. Beautiful. She, it, it will so, be like an interrogation. She, she does my it to age? everybody. She will scare you. Is she my but age? But then too? she will take care of you. The first time I ever oh, met her, how old I, are you? the first time I ever <laughs> met her, she asked me questions that I wouldn't even have been asked on like an insurance exam, medical insurance exam. What is that rash? Why is it pussy? <laughs> Show me your ball. No. <laughs> so do you want tea? <laughs> yeah. Bags. So let's get into another debate for hot topics. This is a, a J. Mart inspired debate. He's not going to the Sixers. Where's LeBron playing next season? We've seen the billboards. We've seen people. I want to hear Kendall max first. contracts. Everything. Where? No. Fuck Kendall. I want to hear Moxine washables first. Say the Pelicans. I slap you in the I face. Moxine wash- washables are NBA insider, and I want to hear what he has to say. Realistically, I think the Lakers. I think he goes wholeheartedly out to agree. Okay, do you think he goes there with Paul George? Now that they have Isaiah Thomas, yes. Because Isaiah Thomas is signed for how many years? He's going to be there Two. next year, right? That's Two. determined. So it would be Isaiah Thomas, Lonzo Ball, because assuming next season Isaiah Thomas is going to be the one. Well, and he, Lonzo would be the two, agent? right? So we're. I think Lonzo stays the one. Isaiah comes off the bench. You think? But you think so? He's been coming yeah. off the bench. Isn't, isn't well, right, right, but I understand that. But, but he's also he's still relatively new. So I just you, think he will come think, off the bench no matter what. You think I see a bench guy all the way? I think he's a six man for the rest. You of You think he's kind of like that Ben Gordon type of role, the guy who comes he's off the bench? He's gonna be like Jordan Clarkson was for the Lakers. But you think so? He's gonna have be that off the bench, but somewhat starting minutes. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just fills in for the one two all the time. Okay, that's fair. So you think? But do you think Paul George also still goes there? No, because that was the whole spiel. Was that Paul George? He went to Oklahoma, but he's still going to the Lakers next. He's happy in Oklahoma. He's happy to play with Russell. Right, but do you th- so but do you think I Melo's think in Oklahoma? I don't think I don't think Melo stays. It's wholeheartedly dependent on this season. If Oklahoma can can make a push, if they could beat Golden State and Houston, which I don't know if they can. Honestly. They can beat I think Oklahoma can beat Golden State. I don't think they can beat Houston. And the reason for know. that is I think Oklahoma I has enough ability to play defense against Golden State, but I don't think they can outscore the moment, the moment they get to their bench, they're fucked. It's not even that. No, like, I, I understand I, what you're saying. They but have no depth. That's true. They have the, the, they only have the team, four starters, and everybody else is a crapshoot. Hey. The only team in the West that – because uh, Houston has made a living off of we're just going to outscore you. And they do it, and they and, do it well. But they've added depth throughout the season. Right. They're a very deep team. But, but they're still defensively minded, though. They're not that great. They're, they're okay, but they're not, they're not great. They, they, have have a good, they have a good defensive center. That's they, really they have a, right. a rim protector. They got guys like Trevor Ariza. But but so but let's take okay. So let's move that a step further. I know we're moving a little bit from the debate, but let's take it a step further. They have a great rim protector. But now you got to think Houston's going to be going up against a team. Essentially, the Western Conference Finals will be Houston Golden State. So you got a your, your best defensive player is a rim protector going up against a team that doesn't play inside def, inside offense. Sounds like a rim so, job. 
So <laughs> that's a different kind of defense. LeBron to Houston. Who needs life alerty, boy? <laughs> LeBron to Houston definitely makes sense. You can put him at the four or three and move a reason to the th- three or four. But I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Okay, I know we're talking about LeBron. That's why I said we're moving away from it. This season, I'm talking. He's about. going to the Knicks. This season. <laughs> This yeah, season, we're talking with you know, Melo. Houston, yeah, Houston, Golden State is more likely going to be the Western Conference matchup. So I can see Golden State if if, if that's not the question, Kyle. Yeah, it's a real okay. funny way to pronounce the Pelicans. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you you and J- Jamar both just said Houston's best defensive player is the rim protector. Yeah. Versus a Golden State team whose offense very rarely comes in by the rim unless it's a dunk. Even mm-hmm. Houston, too. They so rely heavily on the three. Does Does that really matter at that point? Houston, at that point, is just going – they have to outscore uh, Golden State. Yeah. Because defensively, it doesn't matter. James Harden is not going to guard Klay Thompson. It's going to be like a 150 to 148 game every time. So that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't think so they get past Golden State. I think Oklahoma has the defense to beat Golden State, but I don't think they have the offense to outscore Houston. So that's my argument. I I agree. If if Oklahoma can get, assuming we see a one two three four seed if they in the semifinals, the Warriors, yeah, right. If we see a one two three four seed in the semifinals, if Houston can be first, say it goes Houston, Golden State, San Antonio, Oklahoma. It's not how it is anymore. But I'm saying, say that's how it finishes. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Okay. So, Houston or uh, sorry, San uh, Houston, Golden State, Oklahoma, San Antonio. Houston can beat San Antonio, no doubt in my mind. They can sweep them if they really needed to. Oklahoma can beat Golden State. I do not think Oklahoma has the offense to beat Houston. Agreed. I just don't see Oklahoma beating either one. I, I could totally see it. I can see Oklahoma beating Golden State Russell in seven games. does not need a rest. I swear to God that guy can play a whole game. If Oklahoma plays Golden State in the, in, in the NBA playoffs any round, NBA, regardless of the round, first, finals, doesn't matter. Russell Westbrook will average 40 Six to 47 minutes a game. Paul George will average over 40 minutes a game, and Melo will average on the plus side of 35. And I think they'll, I think they'll take Golden State in six. Don't forget about Adams too, man. That guy. I understand that, but I'm saying, but I, I think they'll take Golden State in six. I do. I honestly do. And yeah, they're not a deep team, but their starters, if they, if they're on their game, I think they beat Golden State. I wouldn't bet on them, but I definitely think they, they have the chance. I mean. Bias aside, let's take Melo. That dude could score on any defender. It doesn't matter. And he's not their primary scorer. They have their weapons the just like Golden State does. I give Golden State a big edge defensively with, like, Clay Thompson on the perimeter. But heart-wise, there's no one with more heart and passion than Westbrook. And he could take over a game. All right, fuckers. I want to say um, sorry to interrupt you. It's all good. But I pay the bills. <laughs> I'm not that dumb. You're a program director. You know? we, su- we supplement it in beer. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Keith. No, um, congratulations, guys. You guys did double digits. I'm very proud to have you on there. I'm Thank glad, you. I'm glad Thank I you. pushed somebody to keep going. And oh, yeah. We were coming. We were coming. <laughs> Kendall's like a, The four of us were ready to go live. Kendall was just like nervous. Oh, my God. Yeah. He is, but he's got a lot of responsibility, too. So you guys should be proud of him, too. And you get something, watch what he does, and you guys will be fine to have double digits on your first show. Is, Amazing uh, to have. I don't want to say the number because then it was like, oh, no, no. Double digits is the amount of people that are listening took the time out to listen to you. So that says something for what you guys are doing. Thank you. No one listens to radio anyways, but to listen to internet radio is a big achievement. So I'm very proud to have you guys on here. So. Thank, Thank you. you. We're excited to be here. I'm glad. So uh, be careful. Have a good show and uh, more good things to come. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Shut up, five. Stay here. black.
It's <laughs> 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 a PPRN sign off. We love it. I don't. To me, it just I don't see Oklahoma City being any one of those teams. So, all right. Here's the deal. LeBron is going to H-O-U-S-T-O-N. Let's move move away from the final because we got plenty of NBA talk to come in the future. So, Reed, Red Baron, you think Houston is the landing spot of LeBron? Yes, absolutely. Souls, what do you think? 76. I am going to say Philadelphia. Billboards. They were taking billboards out. Nothing to do with that. Real quick, before we do this, can I? I've got a little bit left of this uh, Bourbon County. Now, I'm not giving it to either of the two people sitting across from me, which is Maxine and Souls. Nice. That's okay. But Jamar and the Red Baron appreciate the stout, and I'd like them to have a sip before I finish it. Wait till the end. I want. We've never done this before. We do the beer reviews. I want them to give their beer. Keep, s- keep your thoughts in your head. I want them to give a beer review, double beer review at the end. All right. So Souls, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. I'll do my shot for it because I don't got to drive. I, I think Philadelphia no. is the landing spot. No chance in hell. Let me explain it, though. Okay, Seriously. but you have an opinion. I have mine. No, 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 no. Seriously, let me explain I'm my opinion. Explain my opinion. Go, then go ahead. You go first. Oh, no, no, no. You I don't want to. You're getting you really go. angry. So. They're Souls, just out. fucking talk. You said the Lakers. Okay. Why do you say the Lakers? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying there's no way in hell he's going to Philly. Why? Why? Because you have a player that can be the next LeBron James. He's a playmaker. Ben Simmons, he's a playmaker. He can drive. LeBron wasn't a three-point threat until, you know, the latter half of his career. He made his living off driving the lane and dishing. Defensively, same thing. Ben Simmons is a plus defender, and he's only going to get better. He's, what, 9, 20? Turning 20? So, for me to have LeBron with Simmons, it doesn't make sense because you have two guys that do the exact same thing. In a way, in a way, I'm complimenting you by saying LeBron shouldn't go there. I seriously think Ben Simmons is the next LeBron. Okay. I'll say that right now. And I'll give you my rebuttal. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> LeBron it's James. Like two lawyers talking. <laughs> and after you. I object! 30, he's 32 turning 33. Okay. Per, uh, my feeling is he doesn't want to be the guy that has to do everything anymore. So. Okay. See, I disagree. LeBron. If he stays in Cleveland. He's, it's going to be a rough path for him for the rest of his career. That's why they just went young. They're, they're not going to. Okay. <laughs> if he goes to Philadelphia, he doesn't have to be the guy. He has. He's the king. Oh, hear me he out. He wants to be the guy. He's he going to fall off eventually. Until he retires. He's going to fall off. He's showing no signs of falling okay. off. But once it does, it's going to happen quickly. He's been in the league for 14 years already. And he's still putting up okay. MVP but Like numbers. I said, it's going to happen quickly. But it's not 34 or 35. He's getting he better can for a championship with the younger team. They that haven't made the playoffs yet. They will be. They this will year. this year. And, they, and I and I personally believe they can beat any one of those Eastern Conference teams. But they can't beat the West. Doesn't matter. If that team makes it to the final, you don't think that's going to be, hey, LeBron, come here. We made it to the final. With you here, we can win. I'm not saying it's not a possibility. I'm just saying I seriously don't, I don't think, think he, goes he wants to go to L.A. He doesn't want to deal with the LeVar Ball. He doesn't want to deal with the bullshit that's going on there. He doesn't like playing with Isaiah. He doesn't. How do you know that he doesn't? He already like said it when he left as a starter. He's coming off the bench. They have Lonzo Ball, who's a great player. Isaiah playmaker. Thomas is a very stubborn guy and wants to shoot the ball. With because LeBron, he's you can't a shooter do that. And he's coming off the bench obviously, now. It's totally he didn't different. work with him. It's totally he did different. not work with it's him. Totally different. That's situation. why the Cavs sucked ass. Different with him. team. It's not the Cavs. We're talking about the Lakers. Okay. 
What, what's gonna make? What makes you think that LeBron to the Lakers is gonna be much better? Why they have a young core, same as Philadelphia. What's core better? Of a chance. If you were a LeBron, where would you want to go? To the team where I'm the man. He could be the man in Philadelphia. You just said he's not going to be. That's not what I and said. He, I said at the end of his career, which could happen in three to four years. It's not happening in three or four years. So at 36, he's not going to. No down. shot. Okay. His work ethic is unmatched. He's in better shape than guys 19, 20 so coming into the league. 18 years in the league, you're not going to slow down? No. Okay. He's shown zero sign at 33. Okay. Not even a slight regression. Okay. But once it happens, he's going to fall quick. We'll see. You, you're saying that LeBron James is going to fall quick. If you're going well, out on record older, yeah. and saying that. When he turns 36, 37. But that's gonna... still four years from now. Okay. So why not be but able that's to win a championship now? First off, another another thing. You get LeBron James. You're not paying Ben, Joel, any of the other young guys. Joel's Sarge, already being paid. You're not paying all of them. Joel's already get, on contract for the next four or five years. you get LeBron, you are not. They're going to opt yeah, they out. Will. First of all, every team in the NBA out. has an insane amount of money. That's why the Nets went out and paid fifty million. I don't want you to have a heart attack. All right, it's just an opinion. It's why the Nets went out and paid Timothy Mozgov fifty million dollars. But you're going off to Mozgov. So you think the Sixers are going to be able to pay? So they've got Embiid already in contract. So they're paying Embiid. Yeah. So they're going to be able to pay Embiid. Fultz. Then give Simmons a new contract. Fultz. Sarge. Sarge and LeBron. They can. So then you're just going to has a lot of money. But you're. But then you're just going to be the new Thunder. You're going to have no bench. See, the Sixers can. What they did this year. They're going to have a lot of guys that don't have a lot of money. But McConnell's only making a million to two million. But McConnell's earning you himself know, he, more exactly than that this you're year. you're not helping this. McConnell's, but, he, but, but McConnell's playing better. McConnell, that's the problem. Is like, I understand what you're saying. McConnell right now is not making that much money. But McConnell's earning himself a four or $5 million contract, which the Sixers are not going to be able to pay if they have Sarge, Fultz, Simmons, yeah, Embiid, and LeBron. More than one of them. Sarge will probably leave. And Fultz, just, you don't know what he's going to be saying, at. You don't want two you guys don't know has that shot have yet. the same exact game playing. So you're going to have Ben Simmons and LeBron doing the same exact thing, competing for the ball. They're two playmakers. It doesn't for work. me, doesn't I work. think and LeBron... Ben gives up the ball more than anybody else. And so does LeBron. I, um, so they're not going to have any problem passing to one each other. <sighs> Time out. I think LeBron's going to start thinking post-NBA. Figure, like you said, Kyle, if he has four years left. If he goes out to L.A., that's where he can start. Now, almost like what Brandon Marshall's doing with the Giants. He's already thinking post-NFL. He has business connections in New York. I think LeBron starts thinking post-NBA, set up shop in L.A., and prepare for when he's done playing. It's funny that you say Brandon Marshall, because I, I actually made this bold prediction the other day at work. I think Brandon Marshall plays this year for the Giants, and then I think for his last year, I think he gets traded to the Bears. I think he plays his last year as a Bear. Anyway, continue. But I, I think LeBron... You know, he's not getting any younger. He's still playing great every year. I mean, he's an MVP candidate every single season. Um, but I think he's starting to realize, you know what, I'm getting older. I'm not going to be able to play forever. If I go out to L.A., I can keep playing and start building a business brand for when I'm done. So where, where does he go? I think the Lakers. Okay. J-Mart, yep. you also think the Lakers? 100%. All right, so what do you guys – why the Lakers? I mean, you kind of made your point right there with the post-production or post-NBA type of thing. But, Jamar, why the Lakers? For the same reason as the Sixers, I understand they have young talent. But with the Sixers, like I'm saying, you, you have Ben Simmons, who is the guy. You yeah. put LeBron in the mix, it kind of, you're going to either hinder Ben Simmons and his development, or you're going to take stuff away from LeBron. LeBron I, goes to 
the Lakers. Okay, you have Lonzo Ball. Defense and pass first. LeBron, playmaker. Clutch time score, defender. Then you throw in Kuzma. You throw in all these low-budget guys, and I think he has a real chance. I, I understand what Souls is saying. Like It would be very exciting to see. But, yes, but the Sixers mm. have I, – I agree with Jeff that I, just, I don't think LeBron will go to the Sixers only because the Sixers have made such a profile for themselves about becoming a young team – that is going to build themselves up, and now they have the team that they built. They've built this exactly. team, and it's here. And I think that the, it, it's. I understand what you're saying. And to with, max with out Simmons a and LeBron, plus guy after Simmons, rebuilding. Simmons and LeBron, like I, I agree. I do think the ball movement would be fantastic. I think people would score very well. I mean, I think I think Embiid, Simmons, Fultz, and LeBron all have the ability to average 20 points a game on that team together. But I just I think it hinders the team. You already have such a strong ego in Joel Embiid. His face. And like I, I get what you're saying. Like I'm not. I understand. Well, what another you're thing saying. is, you know, you got to think about his family too. If he wants to win and be close, he want. I believe he would want to keep his family in Cleveland. So then he wouldn't leave Cleveland. I, we we are forgetting that completely. It's entirely dependent on if Cleveland could turn it around. And be the team. I personally East. think the roster they, they traded for is for the future. Yeah. Without LeBron. It was a safe move. But who knows? Maybe they pull it together. They've only been playing together for what? Like uh, maybe a month? Not even like five, six games. And look, I'm not going to dismiss the Sixers. We've seen LeBron go to a super team before. That certainly would be a super team. And my thing is, like, if you want to win now. We go to the Knicks. No, <laughs> if you want to win now, right? It's still be Knicks. close to home. Actually, it's funny too that the Knicks, in the most recent power rankings of LeBron's free agency landings, not counting Cleveland, they did like a thirty-one through one. They've 31. been doing it every week. Um, the Knicks have been in the top seven every single time for the past month that they've done it, because he might not win a championship, but LeBron has the potential to mold that team into a championship team. And and honestly, <coughs> too bad Frank. Tried I don't to think fight him. I don't think he will go into coaching, but I don't think anybody at this table can argue that he doesn't have the potential to be a great coach. Yeah, and it's funny because usually the big names aren't good coaches. Usually it's the guys like Luke Walton. Look at Mike Singletary for the 49ers. He was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. But LeBron especially, you know, I'm curious to see. How old's his son, 16, 17, somewhere around there? I think he's younger than that. 15, 14, yeah. 15. I'm going to go 15. Well, because that was the thing. They were saying, like, uh, I forget what the Isaiah Thomas trade, like the the pick they got potentially could be for LeBron's yeah. son. <laughs> With Wade, too. It's it's crazy. Well, because, like, well, Shaq's son just signed, which is irrelevant. But, it's college. But, you know, he went to, he's going to UCLA. He could potentially be a first-round pick next year. Yeah, but did you see the did you see the picture with Shaq, though? Yeah, the, uh, the video, you mean? The tag. See the tag? Shaq, so Shaq took a picture holding up his son, like you know, like that wedding kind of pose, like the over the threshold yeah. pose. He's holding up his son, and his his wife's in the in the foreground of the photo. But if you look, they, someone circled it and made the meme about it. Shaq's got the tag on the hat, and it says "just in case." Dot dot dot. <laughs> but Good. so back to the Seventy Sixers thing. I, I understand why LeBron would be a good fit in Philadelphia, and I think he would. I think it would be a really good opportunity for that team to win a championship in the very near future. However. I do agree with Jeff Moore, and that is just that I think LeBron being there would not hinder Ben Simmons' ability and growth. I just think it would put a slight pause on it. Well, 
Well, Ben Simmons is a point guard. He's not a point guard, Kyle. Well, he, that's what he plays. But he's, he's not a point a guard. He's a forward that brings the ball up, and he's not. So that, is LeBron. He, he, that's what he is. He's a LeBron. A, he's a James Harden. He is a point. He doesn't shoot. But, but that's, a, that's because he can't. But that's just it, though. But I mean, so look you at get another but look at some of the star. All right, but can we make an? Let me. I'm just gonna throw three names out there right now. You tell me if these three aren't arguably the ten in the top ten greatest point guards of all time. Chris Paul, John Stockton, Jason Kidd. Arguably three of the top ten greatest point guards of all time, right? Yep. Okay. None of them are known shooters. Jason Kidd and Chris Paul could shoot the three. They can. But they're not known shooters. They're playmakers, they're rebounders, and they're defensive-minded players. And Ben Simmons is not that. That's what he is. He's a defensive-minded, non-perimeter scorer. He is a James Harden, LeBron James type of player. He is a, he's a guy who brings the ball up. So he has the illusion of being a point guard, but he's not a point guard. I understand he slots into the point guard spot, but he's not a point guard. He's not. Ben Simmons is exactly LeBron, and I agree with Jeff in that. He is a all-inclusive three-slash-four. He's a Michael Jordan. I'll say it first. He's a man who could play any position and play it well. LeBron coming up had no three, well, not no three ball, but he didn't have the three ball he has today. And, and let's not even Simmons, talk about his free throw. That's what Ben Simmons is going to do. He's only 20 He's going to develop a three-point shot, and then when he does, he is LeBron James to me. It's as easy as that. Real quick, since we only got about about 10 minutes left, Peter messaged me, and for the Facebook Live people, the we're wearing jerseys. Now, yeah, it's a little cliche, we're a sports show wearing jerseys, but we're not doing this every show, obviously. We don't have enough jerseys to do what that. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but people well, want to know. An, it's an encompassment of our favorite teams. Right, but people want to know why we picked the jerseys that we did. I thought it would be a cool conversation before right. we right. do the let's, let's wrap up LeBron, and we'll go into that for the close. Right. Kyle, I don't want to fight with you, man. Come on, so, fight. The thing it's, is, it's I, fight. I, I agree wants with... to argue with you so bad, but you're saying Ben Simmons is good, so he doesn't know what to That's... do. <laughs> I, agree, I agree with Jeff. I just, I think LeBron, I'm just stating facts. I think LeBron puts a pause on Ben Simmons' progress because they're, they're too similar of a player. Now, there's nothing wrong with averaging – Six rebounds, three assists, and 20 points a game. That is great. But Ben Simmons has the ability to be 28, 9, and 8. He has that ability. And LeBron being there, he won't have that. Now, Kendall said Houston. Maxine Washable and Jamar have said Lakers. the Lakers. Kyle, you said Philadelphia. You said Dallas. No. You know who <laughs> I'm going to say? The Brooklyn Nets. We've talked about a specific player leaving, but other players staying. I think LeBron James vacates the four position and commits to the three in Oklahoma. I think it's Russell Westbrook. Oklahoma has the cap space to offer him a max contract. If Shout they don't, out Rob Hennigan. If, if Melo's gone. <laughs> if Melo does not play in Oklahoma it next year. back to the Knicks. I think, I, I think the I could see them, LeBron being a 3-4 and Paul George being a 2-3 and Westbrook, George, LeBron. So you think neither of them go to the Lakers? No. I think I think that's the Oklahoma big three next year. I, it I think would that's be what it something. is. I do. I'd love I think, to see I think Westbrook they, and LeBron. That'd be I think they don't team. sign Melo. And it's one of those things that, like, Westbrook and Melo are established players. So for either of them to give up the ball and sacrifice, sacrifice points on any given night is no big deal for them. But for Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Sarge... Fultz, these are players that even though they've proven they can, well not Fultz, but even though they've proven they can score, they still have growth. They still need to mold into the NBA player they're going to be for the rest of their lives. 
And with LeBron there, that's going to put that on pause for a little bit. Just the way Kyrie handled it, too. Like, LeBron, if you're playing with LeBron, you take backseat to LeBron. Ben Simmons doesn't need to take backseat to LeBron. Westbrook I think he's more willing to than... But right, he but need I understand to. that, I think but he, he doesn't put up better numbers than LeBron. I think Ben Simmons would be willing to, sort of. but I don't think the Philadelphia 76ers organization would be willing to let any of their young stars take a backseat to LeBron. Whereas the organization for the Oklahoma City Thunder might be more willing to. Exactly. They've already told they've they've already had Westbrook take a, a lesser role in bringing in Melo and George. They don't re-sign Melo and they let they bring LeBron in. They, they they compete with that super team. Because the Lakers are already showing signs of becoming a better team. Golden State's a super team. Houston's a super team. Once San Antonio can kind of finally fully get healthy, we know what San Antonio's capable of, especially if Popovich is coaching. And I just don't see you building on youth the way you have in a successful way and then just maxing out a superstar that's, you said it yourself, aging. In my opinion, it just doesn't make in sense. my opinion, all the aging superstars I think the 76ers sign are bench players and role players. And that's good. They mentor the J.J. Redick it's been is a perfect working. example of that. J.J. Redick is the – I mean, I know he missed that shot against Miami. We watched that game. Kendall was, or, uh, Kyle was so pissed through the phone. but um, He was wide open. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he was. never missed that. Yeah, that's that, that's like literally like Kyle Corver like, missing like, a wide open three. He had his feet set, squared up, and just missed it. But it's right. It happens. So, anyway, so that's what, that's what we think about LeBron. That's Only time will tell. We got time to. We're, we're probably all gonna be fucking wrong. We're wind- oh, all he's of going us. going to Washington. He's going to the Clippers. Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, oh, him and Giannis. That no, it, suck. Giannis. How do you say it, Kendall? Oh, Giannis Antler combo. You <laughs> <laughs> can check that spelling I anywhere. Miss when Kendall used to commentate. So we got we got a few minutes left. So we got to go to our beer reviews and and shout outs and all that stuff. So I, I like the we got our jerseys. Where they come from? Now, obviously, you know, all of us are. You know, Jamart's a little bit of exception. <laughs> Player-wise, no. Team, yes. But all of us are wearing childhood slash teenhood favorites of our own. So we'll go around the room. Let's pick the jersey and why you did it. Souls, lead us off. Souls, you stand up real quick. Just stand show, up just for the camera. Show your back to the TV. Button oh, that shit goodness. up. <laughs> Button it up. There we go. No, I was with him when he bought that jersey. Yeah, the best part was you were pointing to your, your, your deltoids. <laughs> He hasn't taken Deltoids? that jersey off since he purchased it. Deltoids? So, well, these, might be Deltoids. Are, these, wait, are these your Deltoids, I'm your shoulder? like that. Your, no, sh- it's your shoulder or your Deltoid? I don't know. No, it's your hamstring. Oh, all right. I didn't take anatomy. Go ahead, Kyle. So, I picked <laughs> this jersey because my first love is Why baseball. Why are you looking at me? Because you pissed me off. My first love is baseball, and the Phillies are my favorite team, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Uh, and right now, if I had to pick a favorite player, my favorite player would be Aaron Nola. I've more grown to the pitcher position, and then that's why I always pick pitchers as my favorite players. Location pitchers. For the most part. <laughs> For those of you who don't know Souls, uh, he pitched in high school, or not high school, but he pitched oh, in uh, well, high school, Little League and seniors and juniors or whatever the fuck it's called. I didn't play baseball really growing up. But he pitched at a college level, Division Three, Albertus Magnus, look him up. Had Kyle Souls, for a while. Then but Kyle Souls, we've played a lot of wiffle ball with him. Kyle Souls is one hundred percent location, zero percent velocity. Now he's crafty. Quick, me and Kyle are friends because of how he pitches. Hit a couple of home runs off the guy, and here we are. Yeah, with thirteen runs, still got the W. 
That's all that matters. It's like a Chris Sale day. (laughs) Chris Sale with run support. It was either I gave up a lot of runs or I gave up like one hit. All right. So, Machine Washable. I am wearing um, my Aaron Judge Well, show the camera. Oh, God. Get up. Oh, God. I can't stand up. (laughs) 99. Manny. Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. (laughs) I got to tell you. No, no, no. I hate that they don't have the names on their jerseys. I do, too, but I also like, I mean... I get it. They're like one of the only teams yeah, that does that. Name on the sports, front but... of the jersey that matters. Am I <laughs> yeah, right? again. But um, I was I'd, gonna I'd, wear. I could notice them more if they had beards. I was gonna wear my Derek Jeter jersey, but that one was very expensive, and I figured I would spill something on myself at some point. Exactly. So I went with the cheaper jersey that I got from China. Mm-hmm. Red Baron. Meow. I have Heinz Ward. I'll spin around for. Oh, can't spin around. <laughs> But it's Heinz Ward, nonetheless. Heinz Ward, I'll stand up. You see, 86. (laughs) I'm too tall for this. Uh, But uh, number one receiver currently, historically, the best receiver uh, the Steelers have ever had, Heinz Ward, currently. um, No, he's not current. If I, I understand can... what you're saying, but you're saying it wrong. No, what I'm saying no is... take the private stock. Don't put it to the side. Fucking drink it. If I Show can interrupt... the camera. If I can interrupt real quick in the uh, Facebook Live video. A Paul Krish asked one of us to take the jersey off and said, yuck. I don't know who he means. But he also said he misses the Rockettes. We'll talk about... I have a feeling it's me. More. I, I don't know. So Hopefully he responds soon. J-Mart, you're next. No, here's the thing. That, the reason I say it is because... So the Phillies, rivals of the Mets, but that's probably, it's a little more unlikely. New York, big rival of the Red Sox. We're in New England. You know, our show's based in New England. It's your jersey. So it's, but also though, but I have a huge, huge disdain of people that hate this jersey because of Bruins fans. Mm. So it's, it's questionable. But Jamar, you've got an interesting jersey on. I do. Favorite basketball player ever, Carmelo Anthony. On and off the court, great guy. Great, great play great, for the Thunder. Great guy, great Thunder. <laughs> it hurts me to say it because I'm a you know diehard Knicks fan, which really has its downs, not so much ups at all. I'll say this though, and I think Jim Mark can agree. As great as he was with the Knicks, he he was a different player with the Knicks than he was with the Nuggets. Yeah. And so when Jim Mark and I would watch Knicks teams together, and we've watched a lot of them, whenever we would see Mellow Yam. Oh, like he would did as a as a nugget. It was exciting. It it, it was like watching a fifty year old dunk. <laughs> it was just like watching Melo go to the rack and slam it down with two hands. Lala got him a little. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, let's not need. go into that. So Melo, your favorite player, get the college jersey, Syracuse. Oh yeah, orange, which it kind of works. Knicks jersey and Oklahoma's got a little orange in there. Yeah, and you got the Knicks hat. <sighs> Player rep. That's a, that, I have no problem with that. No problem with that. I I wouldn't be that upset if someone bought me a Charles Tillman uh, Panthers jersey. If I can also, I have an update. Um, he was referring to Kendall's jersey. He asked him to take it off. Is he a hater of the Steelers? <laughs> it could be a sexual thing, too. I'd watch it, out it on this It could very guy. well be. I mean, I look at myself in the camera. I mean, I can see what he's looking at. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, Riddler, your jersey? Um, so, uh, yeah, I got Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Jonathan Taze jersey on Stadium Series actually. Ooh, when they, yeah, when they played out when they played outdoors. Yep, look at the, the stars somewhere on here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Taze is uh, 
He's been my favorite Blackhawk. I mean, I've, I've watched the Blackhawks for a long time. For those of those, for those of people who are listening, I was a fan of the Blackhawks when they were losing before the Taze and Me Kane. Too. Before the Taze, shut up. <laughs> they were losing before the Taze and Kane era started when attendance was abysmal and the team was terrible. I was watching then. Um, you know, the 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 group here knows it. Born in Chicago, born and raised, grew up there a lot. Me too. No. <laughs> grew up there. Did a lot of summers there. Um, so I'm Chicago everything, so it's not a bandwagon thing. I was a Jeff's fan. all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I was a fan long before they were winning Stanley Cups, and so it's, it, you know, and we talked about it earlier, losing season, if it, if winning three Stanley Cups means you're going to have a losing season every eight years, fuck it. I'll take it. Good draft pick. There we go. But that's, uh, Jonathan Tate, he's just my favorite player. I'm a big fan of, uh, players that really exemplify themselves on and off the field, uh, players that are really big leaders, you know, I mean, Brian Erlacher, yes, he was the captain, you know, it's kind of that type of thing, it's that captain <coughs> role, um, the guy who might not be the biggest stat leader of all time in franchise or NFL history or NBA or NHL, MLB, whatever, you know, because, but I'm a big fan, always usually the captain, the guy who's the big off the field, big dog, off the field leader, <laughs> the guy who really leads the team, Jonathan Taze, Brian Erlacher, Paul Konerko, that type of thing. That's why I picked them. I like it. Yeah. Beer reviews. Bum, bum, bum. But before the beer reviews, we got a couple of minutes, right? Yep. So shout outs real quick. Uh, shout out to uh, Peter Pinot yeah. at the PPRN Radio oh, Network uh, for getting us started live. Um, big shout out to him. Um, we're really happy to be here. Oh, yeah. Um, to everyone listening, thank, thank you. you. Live, live, was a, live was a goal just, you know, 40-something shows ago that didn't seem that real. And now we're here. Here we are. And we're very excited. Um Thank you to all the listeners, all double digits of you. Um, we're really, hey, we're really excited. Deal. We're really excited to see that number grow and give you guys what you want. Please keep shouting us out and commenting on the Facebook chat. Let we're, us know what you want to hear. We, yeah, we want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. Once I get a better, I mean, don't worry. Yeah, no, all right, shut up. anyway, dude. Okay, shut up. Yes, we got? It's we the first do... show. Shut I up. I know, I know. I'm saying, hey, you're fired. But um, thank <laughs> you to all, good. thank you to all of our listeners from the beginning that listened to us when we were just a shitty little podcast. In a bonus Whoa, room inside a the shitty little podcast. Vi- uh, uh, sorry, sounding wise. Within the past year, we started in the kitchen with one microphone. Started from the kitchen, one microphone, and now we're live in less than a year. And Sounds like a Drake song. I don't like. And it. we, we thank all, all of them. Um, make sure you listen to all of the PPRN Network live shows, including uh, the Latin soundtrack with uh, Eddie Transcendent. Great show. Um, make sure you listen to all that stuff. Beer reviews, real quick. Let's get to them because we're out of time. I love Guinness. That's Jay Martz. No, give us a better beer review. It's what? fantastic. I could drink Guinness. Tell any us the, give us the flavor profile. What do you got? No, it's I mean, with Guinness, you don't Jesus. really have to. Milk? Is it milk? It's, it's like an Irish it's Jesus. all of my Ireland deep down in me. It's The red in my beard is tingling right now. Kyle, what would you think of the Modelo? Souls, you, you've been dying to try the Modelo. <laughs> it was aight. That's all I got for it. <laughs> it was aight. Aight. Nothing great about it. For me, the, the Sea Hag is like my go-to IPA. Big fan. Keep it going. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Woot Stout. Woot. And the Woot Stout hits home close to Kendall. He's a big, his family, big Star Trek aficionados. Star Wars Woot. is better. And it is, it is, no it's not. It is partially brewed by 
Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton, a member of the original Star Trek cast. Wesley Crusher? Will Wheaton. Oh, sorry. Star Trek Next Generation. Will Wheaton. Uh, I'll show you the, the bottle up close. Very cool. I'm big into artwork. I'm like the hipster of a uh, beer bottle. I don't, I don't even care if it's good. If it's the bottle looks cool, I'll drink it. Um, Paul Krish likes oh, Sam God. Adams. Shout out to Paul. Shout out to Paul Krish, Sam Adams. You can get that basically anywhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still good beer. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Uh, oh, oh, Paul Riddell is out no. on that. Um. <laughs> No, I mean, everybody likes their own shit. That's the best thing with craft beer. There's so many of them now. It's the best thing with I'm, beer. I'm not a big Sam Adams fan, personally. Um, the Sam 76 they put out, that new, the new 12-packs they're doing are great. But um, I was I was the person that went above and beyond for the show. The, the Bourbon County brand Northwood Stout. Uh, J-Mart, Red Baron Muir. Yeah. Give me your quick, uh, quick six-second beer review on those you guys both get a sip red baron lead it off me first all right so i've had a couple of the bourbon counties in my day and that was excellent uh i haven't had anything like it it was with brewed with uh, marzipan i mean i can't even I didn't, what does marzipan even taste like <laughs> i mean it's amazing i was surprised at <laughs> the uh the sweetness but it wasn't like a take you back sweetness it was nice it was a good touch <laughs> take you back sweetness well some things could be way too sweet that I, was yeah. just like a really you, nice you. accent that's what i'll say wow. you i mean i've loved the bourbon county so give me the fucking sage Mar- <laughs> Mar- marzipan is essentially it's a confection brew with like sugar honey and like almond type of thing so um the blueberry was so forward without the sweetness you got the blueberry flavor Without a lot of the sweetness, the marzipan was there. No almondy or anything like that, but it just it supplied that sweetness you weren't, like, dying from. Like, it wasn't, like, over-killing or anything like that. It was so good. And the, the they did a really good job with this one. I'm not a big fan of, like, their super outlandish stuff that they do for the bourbon counties. I like the sweet, simple stuff. But this was very good. Um, Founders, Lizards, or Cause is probably the best thing that I can recommend to be similar to that. It was so good. I would recommend it to, to anybody if there's still a bottle laying around in the local package store. But we're out of time. We're out of time. So we can't talk about beer anymore. So from all of us here at Getting Sports or Drunk, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. I'm Soze. I'm Jmart. And I'm the Red Baron. Yeah. Yeah.